so I saw something at work the other day that almost got me in trouble based on my reaction to it. So uh, there was this lady shopping, I assume grandma shopping with like her grandson or like a couple grandsons. And this kid was one of the worst kids I've ever seen in a store. He was literally walking on the, you know how like in the meat section and like Walmart or market street or whatever they have like the little like cooler thing like with meat it's kind of like lower shelf mm-hmm. maybe three feet off the ground he's literally walking across the meat okay. on that okay. and the grandma's like trying to be a disciplinary grandma she's like hey don't do that <laughs> and he's just like blowing her off he's like you're not my mom you can't do anything to me so she finally gets him down and he's like being like a stupid rambunctious little kid and he he hit her with what i later found out Oh my god! Is called an upper cunt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> upper cunt. Yeah. Uh, nice, dropped, nice subtlety, Matt. Nice subtlety. <laughs> he dropped her dude to the ground, and I. St- it's easy, like as you're hearing the story, to think, "Oh, I would have intervened. I would have." No, I'm fro. My flight or f- like my fight or flight froze me in place, and I was like complete sensory See, overload. You never. You neither fought nor flew. No, I was stuck there. in the moment because <laughs> I was like, I was trying to process all that information. I didn't have enough RAM in my body to handle that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, so, yeah. Uh, I just like, so he was just walking across the meat? Just stomping right across the meat and all the other workers and I are making eye contact like, okay, what's our move here? Because he he could technically ruin the meat and it doesn't make a difference to us. We just got to keep working till the X How amount of hours and then we go home. <laughs> How old was he? I'm I'm so this whole like fatherhood thing is completely brought to my attention a severe weakness. I can never tell the age of kids. He could have been like <laughs> ten, or he could have been like six. I don't know. Dude, to I be honest, he, like I don't know if I I don't know if I would have cared if a little kid. <laughs> walked I mean, on frankly, my we meat. didn't care really. Like, like I said, if like, I didn't know, I mean. <laughs> I would have just assumed that, like, you know, probably like 25 people have touched the same package of meat that I bought. Yeah, well, not with their feet. <laughs> and, like, what did you do feet, as a manager? You just, hands. like, hey, uh, don't walk on the meat. Oh, dude, knowing <laughs> our managers, absolutely like nothing. I tell you that. They would have done but. nothing. Bunch of cowards would have been like, is there anything we can get you? You need help with anything, huh? <laughs> just like, nope, just want to stand here on the meat. Thanks, Ex- bud. <laughs> exactly. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Johnny Geeks, episode 72. I'm AJ. With me, of course, is Darren. Hello. Matt. Long time no see. And Eon. Also long time no see. It's been a yeah. long time since we've had you two. Matt yeah. was telling me the other day, this is like his first podcast in like five podcasts probably, I think. <laughs> Dang, Matt, you've been longer than me. Probably, honestly, it probably has been. It, I mean, at least like. Ian has, has his side gig going on with his his side hoe podcast <laughs> that... <laughs> But Matt's just Dude, not. I hope you listen to that because Blake was talking some crap about you, Darren, or maybe it was Darren. I don't know. Better be Darren. Uh, how so? How it better be Darren? Oh, he I wants to open Darren. the floodgates. I think he was like, Let's make it throw like hands was, with another podcast. You know, that's that refund that, guys. They know. Yeah, uh, I can't remember even what the bit. It's like one of the beginning bits that you used to do. And I was like, Wait, is this something you're wanting to do now, Blake? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, this is totally Darren's bit. Is it like <laughs> the day like, of the week? Oh, thing? whatever. I'm doing it better anyway, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even yeah, remember what yeah. bit it was, but yeah. Speaking Darren of opening, has, opening he has many week, a bits. Uh, opening <laughs> a bit, uh, day of the week. Uh, today is November 29th, which means it is Cyber Monday, everyone's favorite holiday. Ooh, oh my gosh, so yeah. many sales, huh? No, 
No? I felt zero different. It's all cyber now. All of it. I'm going to agree true. with that. I'm going to agree with that. I felt I mean, there was no difference sales-wise or anything. It's been the same sales as yesterday Tar- or the day before. Target Dude, had all their the sales news like, that, like uh, all the sales, mm-hmm. like so prices a month ago before Black Friday were cheaper than they were on Black Friday for the same items. Classic. Oh, dude, you'll get bamboozled by that crap, dude. It's the classic meme of like, oh, it's eight hundred dollars. We're like, mm, I'm good, and then they're like, all right, well, it's a thousand dollars, but now it's eight hundred dollars. Like, all right, that's a sale, sold, baby. <laughs> yeah, but what but Cyber Monday just feels better, you know, because you just go to a website and you just like peruse a little bit. You know, find something you're like, oh, 60% off, and you're just feeling good. Like, that's, that's how that's I That's literally what I've been doing all week. But what you all didn't week? know is it's been 60% but off. Also, it, but it's Cyber Monday, I agree with though. AJ. It's, it's, it's basically Black Friday 2. Black Friday 2? But less people are getting trampled. <laughs> it, that too. This year kind of did solve that problem. Like, with COVID and stuff, I kind of put, like, an asterisk with Black Friday. And now I think we've all completely moved on and progressed as far as, like, our shopping patterns go online. That's all we got to do. No so more civilization 2 a.m. Progressing. Yeah. We did it. Congrats, everybody. I'm just wondering, because obviously a, a lot of stores like closed on Thanksgiving for, like this year. Like they're like, yeah, we're not doing that again. Or I'm just wondering how long it is until it just happens again. Because like Target came out and said like, we're never doing it again. And it's like, really? Like, yeah, let's wait 10, 20 PR years. Move. It might happen again. I think never do it again is like a reflection of their sales the last couple of times that they've been doing this. They're like, we're not yeah. making the money to pay our workers time and a half because it is like a major holiday. So yeah. I think it find like they saw the numbers and it completely reflected. Yeah, it's a bad decision. It's also uh, later on this week is National Mason Jar Day. I bring this up because I have a story about Mason Jars. Yeah, white off, girls, man. They love themselves some Mason Jars. <laughs> okay, so like my first... This is, I will try to expedite this story because the beginning is probably not very interesting. But, like, one of my first days working at Target when I was doing, like, the little ship from store, whatever, like, online order fulfillment type situation, whatever. Um, so, there's this person that, like, ordered, like, it was like 12, it, was, it, the, it said 12 mason jars. And so I went to the thing, or it said 11, actually, and they came in packs of 12. So I went to, the, like, the little place and found the mason jars, you know, got them, opened it up you know, pulled out one of them and then put the rest of them in their bag or whatever, right? And so the, then the customer showed up and they're like, hey, I ordered 12 cases of these mason jars. Oh, geez. Uh, and you, you or 11 cases, but you gave me 11 mason jars. And I, so then they like they went and found me and they were like, hey, why'd you open up this box of mason jars and just give her like an, an open case of mason jars? And that I was seems like, like a Darren mistake. I was like, wait, she wanted like 130 mason jars? And she's like, they're like, yeah. That's, yeah. How is this my fault? How is this my fault? That you she didn't do your 100? job properly. That's why it's your fault. It's your <laughs> job and you didn't do your job the right way. I your fault. Not, I could not fathom that someone wanted 130 mason jars. Like, surely it's an error. Surely she wanted 11 mason jars. I've done something like that before where, like, the packaging is not very clear. Matt's the guys with 130 mason jars. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm playing devil's advocate. What what sane person buys 120-something mason jars in one? Like, for what? Exactly. White white girls. White girls love mason jars. They put everything in mason jars. God forbid it's in, like, a... (laughs) Dude, we have a hot chocolate... Oh, my gosh. We have a hot chocolate station with a bunch of those like mason jar things, and it has like cinnamon sticks, cocoa, marshmallows, all that crap. It's a and Amber like decorated it with a little cricket thing. You know the other thing white girls love, the little cricket cutout sticker crap. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I should I, write a book. I I don't know, man. <laughs> I was just so blown away. And okay, so does uh does Amber or any of any of you guys, any of your wives or significant others like force you to drink out of mason jars? Like no. just normal drinks? Mm, doesn't force me. She has, really doesn't have a lot of say on the cup I use. I, I, I use, I mugs. I use mugs for everything, dude. <laughs> my my wife, she used to be very like white girlish, like back in college. You know, having the signs on the wall that says like hope and love and uh-huh. you know, that kind of stuff. Like, let's get lost and stuff. But dude, <laughs> she's really grown. I'm very proud of her. Good, dude. I yeah. saw a jeep and I wanted to freaking throw a rock through its back window. It had one of those. Not all those who wander are lost. Oh gosh. And I'm like, shut the typical, up. Typical like tattoo where these people they get the tattoo and they never even seen the movie. Or read the book or anything. Well, that's a different thing to complain about. But this is a very specific. It's just like that dumb. Like a- Amber has one, and I am mocking her for this. It was. Uh, it's like one of those, uh, ten signs, and it says like the mountains. The mountains are calling, and I must go. I'm like, well, shut up. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> none of that. I get it. You like being outside, okay? Then go outside. Just stop being inside. Yeah. I, I would love to see signs that say. I like going outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of my personality. You know what mine is? Spider-Man and crap. So I got Spider-Man posters behind me because I like Spider-Man. Okay. It's to the point. I'm not trying to be all cryptic about it with great power. No picture of Spider-Man's face. <laughs> Just in Comic Sans font. <laughs> Just, what's, what's I, I worse? like the mountains. <laughs> what's worse? There are paintings and pictures of outside. You know what they are? Windows. Access right to it. Just leave it alone. Stop putting that crap on your walls. That's right, AJ. You get them, all you damn hippies. Mm-hmm. Darren, how was your week? Huh. Well, I watched the first episode, the first two episodes of Hawkeye. That was which great. we will be talking yeah. about post episode. This, I think, I can't speak for everyone. I am talking out loud right now. Uh, the same way we covered <laughs> Wandavision. Really, that's it. The way we would do it is after the outro. Eh, we actually deleted those because those were not very good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The out after the the outro theme of this episode, we're going to have a spoiler talk on the first episode of Hawkeye. Ian will leave, and then we'll discuss the second episode of Hawkeye because they released the first two episodes back to back, and now we're, I think it's every Matt. What day is it? Are they going to be coming out? Do you know? Wednesday. Sure, every Wednesday. So then every, that following Monday, obviously, we'll be talking about them with the full spoilers. Nice. <clears throat> Other than that, um, you know, classic Thanksgiving stuff. Hang out with some fam. You know, eat some food, eat some more food, and watch the Cowboys yeah. lose. Watch the Cowboys lose. Oh, that lose. was a bad game. No, no, you can get me started. Yeah. Oh yeah, sports, right? Football <laughs> is a sport. <laughs> Go Packers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just the classic family stuff. How was your Thanksgiving? Really sp- Did you get uh, eat some good food? Yeah, of course. Brandy made this like new recipe of mac and cheese. Bomb. Mm-hmm. I did not like it. Well, so that's because you're wrong. The refund guys had a had an interesting talk about their favorite Thanksgiving food, least favorite Thanksgiving food. And they brought up a good point. They were like, what is the best Thanksgiving food? And we mac talked and about it on our show. We said mac and cheese. But they brought mm. that up independently on their show that mac and cheese is not. Yes, it's Thanksgiving food, but that's not exclusively like Thanksgiving food. Like what is thanks? Get your favorite Thanksgiving food. Like very rarely do you ever eat cranberries and stuffing throughout that's the true. year. Mac that's and cheese, true. I'm sure in Darren's household is every day. <laughs> every your meal and j and then your mac and cheese and then rinse and repeat yeah 
We go through a lot of PB&J in this house, but uh, yeah, I don't know. So, like, you're saying that basically, like, food that is exclusive to Thanksgiving because then yeah, that's just stuff like, to me. Well, yeah, I can only think of like two or three things. Well, cranberry sauce. Yeah, that, cranberry that only sauce. I guess like fits there too. Green and turkey like, casserole, maybe. Well, no turkey. D- oh, I mean, dude, I'm so happy that I've been mean, seeing so many memes about people crapping on uh, on green bean casserole. And I messaged, I I posted a meme on our our story, and Joel freaking came in from refund again. I can't. I'm not trying to pander. We just have we talk to them a lot. But he was like, "Why is everyone crapping on green bean casserole?" And I I said some dumb response. I'm like, uh, "Green bean casserole is the perfect example of our hubris as humanity flying too close to the sun." Green beans were perfectly fine. They were great, in fact. And then we had to go that extra mile. We had to ruin it by going further into what the nasty green mushy cake that is green bean casserole. No, dude, you, it's, it's basically gravy mixed with freaking uh, like fried onions and green beans, man. Mm, so and good. famously, AJ loves so onions. Good. Famously. So good. <laughs> So good. Yeah, I don't know. But like, so, okay, again, back to the original topic. So it's just like stuffing, cranberry sauce, and then like, but you said turkey. Yeah. I mean, I, I say like turkey is like, if you're eating just like a proper like turkey, then yeah, sure. But like, I mean, I eat turkey on my sandwiches from Subway That's not all what time, I'm talking you know? about. I, so. Turkey sandwiches and stuff, that's that's different. I'm talking about turkey. Yeah. Like an actual I guess. turkey. Yams, you know, with ham. the with the yams and another one like with a little like mu- uh, marshmallow crap yeah, on it. I don't, I don't eat them. I always just like put them on a plate and then just throw it away afterwards. So, <laughs> mine is the ham that me and Dylan just to make the feel good. Dylan. <laughs> you ate some of that might be the best. Matt <laughs> might have nailed too. it. <laughs> What's that? What what you got, Matt? What's ham. That? Well, me me and Dylan made it was really more Dylan. He cooked it all, but uh, we had a friendsgiving and. Dude, that was the best ham I've ever had. We smoked it and had like a honey mm. glaze on. Oh. There you go. Mm, that kind glaze. of ham, dude. That is a, that is a Thanksgiving food. Maybe so Easter, good. but I'll give it to Thanksgiving. It was so good. If I had to choose, I'd still go with mac and cheese. It's okay. <laughs> good on you. Was that was that your week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's bad. that's about it. All right, Matt. How's your? I say week, but you can kind of dip how into how have you been? I've been good. Uh. I've been reading and watching Tokyo Ghoul. It's fantastic. Uh, been working a lot. I've been slaving away at Target. Um, you're a hero this holiday season. You're the hero. Bo's growing. He's now munching on a pig ear. So yeah, well, right before we hit record, he was just going to town yeah, on your blanket. So he doesn't hump my covers. <laughs> Someone's got to get some action in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that one that was I don't feel good about that one. <laughs> I just been living life, man. I not much has really been happening. <laughs> just living that life, you know. Carpe diem, baby. What are you gonna do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ian, how is your I say week, but again, same like R- real quick a long week, period of time. Matt, Darren, why is Target promoting Xbox refrigerators? Because it's a thing. And, and it's an exclusive Good answer, to Target. I just, I mean, there's just a giant stack of them in Target, and nobody's buying them because why would anybody <laughs> want a refrigerator that looks like an Xbox? I'm just is saying. that what anyway. it is? Is it like a mini fridge that looks like an Xbox? Yes, it's a mini mm-hmm. fridge that looks like a, like the new Xbox. Do they really distinct that it's? That. Do they really heavily distinct that it's a fridge and not just an Xbox? Because I think they're well, still kind of you difficult. You're like, yeah, so I'm thinking bucks? like it's not. They're still kind of hard to get their hands on. I imagine people like crapping their pants. It's like, oh my God, they're all over the place. Yeah, Just like yeah. grabbing it off the For shelf. Like half the price. 
How, yeah. Would you guys rather have an Xbox that looks like a refrigerator or a refrigerator that looks like an Xbox? Ooh. Aren't they the same thing? Or just like no, functionalized? No, no. Like like it's which literally side of the disappointment fridge. do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the side of... It's a fridge, but then there's yeah. like a disc slot in there. That's what I'm getting at. So the question is, the like, what would you rather be disappointed with? Would you rather be disappointed with, oh, I can't game? Or like, oh, and you have like a thing of like a sandwich and you can't put it in your Xbox. <laughs> I'd rather have the Xbox, man. I'd rather have, have a fridge-sized fridge Xbox? Yes. Well, okay, never mind, never mind. I, I want to change my Yeah, what good answer. is that? You can put a you soda in there and that's size. it. Like, are you talking about a full fridge? Then that's, I'm you saying know. a full-size fridge. Oh, I changed my kitchen. answer. No, no, no. Well, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Oh, imagine <laughs> the power behind that thing. I know, same amount of power. I, th- I, I think it's going to be a fridge. It's just going to look. I don't think there's going to be any power difference. I think it's just it, a refrigerator. It, like, <laughs> like the handles are falling off too. It's kind of grody. Like you're, you're, you got it from your neighbor or whatever. It's still kind of nasty looking on the outside, but it's got a disc slot. Plug what if it was and, both? Yeah. What if your Xbox was a refrigerator too? Super convenient, right? It solved their heating problems when Red Ring back in the day. Oh. 360. Let's workshop Maybe this. that's the entire thing. I Let's think we did enough. For, I think we gave it enough attention. How else was your week? <laughs> So okay, um, I wish Heath was, was here because so stupid. Hey, great topic, Ian. Great job. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like I was in the Target Wishaw Falls this weekend for Move Thanksgiving, past it. Move and I'm like, what the heck is this? Move anyway, Dar- Darren it. found Darren found a great like tee like he teed up a ball. He's like, hey, there's there's a joke here one of us can make. And we spent too long not making fun. There were terrible jokes on this stupid topic. Hey, no, great job, Ian. Great job. I think I think it was great. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, so I wish Heath was here because I took his recommendation on uh, Arcane. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, I thought it was really That's cool. Good. How um, far are you in? Um, I think I have one episode left. Dang. Yeah, I I, I went hard into. It. I do. I watched almost all of them like in one day. Um, like I, I never really cared about the League of Legend characters as far as like their backstory and stuff when I was playing the game. No one does. The show was really good. Like. That's like, I yeah. did not expect it to be as good. I mean, I believe he's he's like recommendations. Like he's got, you know, he's pretty good at you know recommending shows and stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I watched Yellowstone the first two episodes. Amber's been wanting to watch that. I heard that's good. I like it. It's just not my show. Like I think it's a good show. It's just not like it's not really my kind of show. Um, okay. I forgot until literally this moment that I watched the first episode of Arcane. I forgot that. Like. Well, <laughs> you watched like three quarters of it last episode, and then you watched, I guess, the remaining five minutes. Oh, no. Okay. I already said that. Okay. Yeah. No, I still haven't finished it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Definitely it was good, watched, though. though. First three quarters were great. Oh, cool. no. So, Derry and I, so like Apple was having like their little Black Friday sale, or I guess you call it Black Friday sale, with basically like four days. You can, you know, buy products on their website and you get gift cards. Well, I, you know, Derry and I were going to get each other the new AirPod third gens just because ours were kind of crapping out. So we both got that and we opened them today and I opened the box and I know that Apple's doing this where they're not giving you the little, uh, little power bricks anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Cause I've got like three or four of them laying around yeah, the problem, or, or it's not fine, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's definitely not fine, but like, I think it's not fine at all for that. them to charge that amount of money, give you the block. Yeah. But here, here's the big problem with that, right? Here's where I do have a problem. Like the biggest problem, the cord they give you is freaking usb type c that you need a new freaking brick to plug it into so you have to buy a brick like they force you to buy a brick instead of just including the, it in the box the apple you ones don't use an old work one. you can't plug that into a like a standard apple no, block it's i mean not the blocks USB are... anymore it's usb type c 
So it's like, but that does, but that plugs into the, yeah, but that part plugs into your, so you're saying, hold on, I'm I'm confused. So the plug they give, the AirPods are USB-C, correct? No, no, the AirPods are like the normal, the normal like Thunderbolt. Lightning, okay. Lightning oh, the other end of it yeah, the is other USB-C end, it's now. supposed to be normal, like just okay. USB. I haven't run into that USB at all. Type C, so you have to buy a new brick. Gotcha. That's that is screwed up because I, I don't. Like, I've dude. never. I've, I don't have one of those bricks because that I'm hasn't just, come across. Yeah, my, I'm just like my I. I, I can. I I'm fine. <laughs> like I won't get super butthurt about not including the brick. But the fact that I have to go buy a brick because you changed the cord. That, that is pretty screwy. Shit. You're you're probably going to be just as annoyed in about probably two or three years because the EU is trying to uh, force a universal plug over there in the EU, and so that would be USB-C, and so then that would force Apple to change their iPhone ports to USB-C, or else they just have to miss out on that market. Like Apple would yeah. be so. I mean, I don't have a problem with so, that. I mean, I, well, did you guys hear about that? Fine. I mean. Did you guys hear about that iPhone that sold for, I don't know, some cartoon amount of money because it's USB-C? I think USB-C. Yeah, it's some like prototype thing that got out and people, it got auctioned and people spent stupid amount of money on it because it's, it's an iPhone. It's got like USB-C. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. What? This is like what? Uh, yeah, that's that's silly. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I I totally like. I think that's that's classic Apple. I don't know. Like, it shouldn't, shouldn't be a surprise at this point. Like, they just constantly force you into buying things that like, you know, you have to buy this if you want to continue to use our products. And they do yeah. that. With yeah. Then you yell at them, and it's, then you give them more money. And then you <laughs> me? I ain't giving I mean, them no money. I'm not. Yeah, I'm out of the. I'm completely uh, out. Uh, I'll be hmm, an Apple sheep. It's fine. Me. Like I, I'm I'm fully aware that I'm Apple sheep, but. I, I will say this, though. Right. There was an example of that that I had to be forced into something similar this week. Uh, actually, I went, we went over to a friend's house uh, for a friend's gaming as well, and we brought our Switch to play uh, Jackbox games mm-hmm. on the TV. Uh, and I didn't realize that you had to this. have the native Switch cord to be able to use it. Like, like you have to have the actual Switch power cord, even though it's just USB-C. It's like, I've made that mistake before, too. It'll tell yeah. you, too. Yeah, That's like, crazy. I, I did not know that. I plugged mm-hmm. in, I, you know, I got my my phone charger, like which is USB C, whatever, and then plugged you know it into their wall, put that? it into the switch, put the dock in there, whatever, and then it was like on the screen, it's like, nope, you can't use this, you got to use the actual switch thing. Oh, I was like, that seriously? Sucks. So you I had to go to the store and buy another freaking power cord, or whatever. It's stupid. Well, did you find one? Yeah, I found one. It was in the Walmart. Yeah, it's easy. Oh, okay. I for a while you couldn't find the. Nintendo Switch power brick adapters. Either way, that, that that that's another example. I mean, there might be some other like stuff that goes into that cord or whatever that you know is special to it. But it, 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 I hate when companies do that. Like, it makes yeah. sense from a business standpoint, but it's just such BS. Like, I'm spending yeah, twenty eight dollars really on a freaking power cord. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Get over that yourself. Is, yeah. Oh, but that's my week. Besides, right, uh, cool. You know, uh, got my wife knocked up and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, my dude. Hey, I'm joining. Congratulations on your functioning sperm. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, next June we'll have a child, and I will be Do tired just like y'all. Oh yeah, baby. I mean, frankly, I mean, your job's not that hard. They're very, very like very rarely in that initial phase are you like your job. I'll give you the cliche, but it is a hundred percent true because I felt, and I know Darren felt the same way. You have never felt more useless biologically than when you have a kid <laughs> because your wife is able to like sustain life be- with her body that is insane and we can do nothing 
basically my job is to my, my wife kept the little thing alive and I kept my wife alive. I like spoon fed her like popcorn and crap. See, like, hey, that's that's, you go. that's where we do our job is we are the ones that popcorn? go to Brahms at I could have thought of any food. Any food in the <laughs> yeah, freaking world. I literally could have thought anything. I, ate, I just had popcorn. I just had popcorn and I'm like as I was saying it I'm like, "Well, Let's lean, let's let's just commit. <laughs> We're gonna lean to this. Uh, yeah, Matt, go ahead and put that on the poll. Do you eat popcorn with a spoon? <laughs> there you go. No, by the spoonful. <laughs> <laughs> My improv right. skills are not what they used to be. I'm getting soup. duller and duller. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> that cooks yeah. yeah, we literally just had Thanksgiving, and I couldn't think of any. F- the, I couldn't think of any food except popcorn. <laughs> Dude, next time I go to the movies, like I don't, I rarely eat popcorn at the movies. But next time I go and eat popcorn at the movies, I'm taking a spoon with me. Yeah, you don't want buttery Ooh, fingers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you you Speaking mock of movies. Me. Do we want to go ahead and talk about like the crazy stuff happened with Spider Man this week or whatever? I mean, I'd like if to it, talk about my week a little bit for sure. Uh, well, we can just skip you like we always do. <laughs> All right, maybe no. next time. No, I'm okay, uh, you drive the train, AJ. I'll just ride. Go ahead. I watched uh, King. I watched King Richard. The other day, it's that Will Smith, uh, Venus and Serena's dad movie. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah, have heard yeah, anything yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was no, good. It looks really good. It was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, it took a while for me to calibrate Will Smith's performance because, like, it's very he's modeling himself mannerism and stuff after a real life person, and if it, it was weird, but once you get used to it, it's it's good. Uh, I appreciate it because it's one of those things. It's based on a true story, and it's very easy for them to like make a character look like a hero. And then like after the movie comes out, people will go, you know, he was a pretty bad person in reality. Right. And so they did a pretty decent job. They could have gone a little harder, frankly, but they did a pretty decent job of like, Hey, this guy wasn't, you know, not perfect. And not even, you know, he's, he's made pretty horrible mistakes. So I appreciate them for doing that. It, it was, it was pretty good. I don't doubt if it'll pop up Oscar season wise. Cause it seems a little Oscar baity. But hmm. eh, it, it was worth. It's on HBO, so it's worth if you have the time, Darren. It's a sports movie. You should watch it. All right, because I, mean. I didn't know crap about tennis, and so it, do, it does. It's a pretty cool look at tennis. You and may like have already the, said this, but uh, Will Smith is the lead, correct? Yes, he plays yeah, cool. Richard Williams. I assume his last name is Williams. I don't know, but yeah. Venus and Serena's daddy. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I saw the previews for that. It looks pretty does good. House of so Gucci definitely... look interesting to y'all. House of Gucci. Uh, I like Ridley Scott, even though he's a complete douchebag nowadays. Uh, he's Adam one of those fogey. And- he's one of those fogey directors. That's the whole like Marvel's ruining cinema. It's blah blah mm. blah. Nobody saw the last duel because Marvel. I'm like, well, because it was horribly marketed. That's that might be why. And the fact that you won't shut up about things that are popular. Maybe keep your mouth shut if you know. <laughs> uh, it's gotten mixed reviews. So I'm. It? I'm indifferent. It's got an all-star cast, which is cool, but I've heard yeah. me. But uh, so the rest of my week, the great, great input, Darren, <laughs> in the audio podcast, you raised your eyebrows and shrugged. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I finished season two of Scream, and that was that was fantastic. It was a great show. If uh, Ian, thank God my, my other Scream dude is here. You should... If you know, it's it'd be good background yeah. noise if, to watch the Scream show that's on. It's on Netflix now. It's it's three seasons, but it's only two seasons because the like, third one's literally a different of, cast. It's so it's worth watching, but not taking it seriously. The first season's terrible. It's awful. The second season is really freaking good. Okay, but you have to watch the first season because 
it's the characters you're introduced to every like the the setting the the cast you're introduced to them you get to know them and that's what makes season two special it's uh, kind of surprising that you went to the yeah. second season knowing like watching a whole that's what i season. well i gripped my teeth with the first one knowing that okay because it was sold to me the same way everyone's like first season's terrible second season's pretty darn good so i'm like all right here we go it was worth it okay i might, I might have to watch it i mean i'll grip my teeth <laughs> There are other better things to watch. You're in no like rush to do. I'm just would I, would I miss anything if I just like did this? It's not connected to it's not connected to like actual scream at all. There's no there's not even Ghostface. It's a different killer. Like okay. the look, it's not even his like the ghost face mask. It's none of that. Well, what I'm saying is like if I started on the second season, like would it? You would not understand anything. Oh, you okay. need to watch the first one. Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, he'll he'll never watch it. That's fine. <laughs> But hey, maybe the listener will heed my words and do it. That's most of the time I'm talking to you guys about something. I'm talking to them. You're just a catalyst in which it's to get them the information. Yeah. But I watched. Uh, I was a big Dexter fan. My wife and I loved Dexter, the the killer. I'm sure most of you think in Laboratory. But we uh, we they have the Showtime has like a new season or show of it. It's called Dexter New Blood. It's good. I we I've are never seen four episodes in. So this is a revamp of the show, or it's a new like season, a parallel story, basically. I guess. It's a, it's a continuation so slash now, like okay. now there's a new. They're season. fixing it a little. They okay, ended it, heard, and it was a horrible ending. The original hated the ending. Yeah, because it was terrible. But like it's been, everyone loved the show. This, I mean, a bad ending does not ruin a show. It's still a great show. Uh, but people hated the ending. Well, what did you? Oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess bad. Like ending versus bad whole final season might yeah, are two okay, different that's things. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> There's a two different things. That's fair. But the la- the finale episode was trash for Dexter, and so this is a continuation of it. They're kind of like fixing a few things where they're not. I appreciate them because they're not like ignoring it. They're like that didn't happen. It happened, and they're just like, but you know, maybe we'll add a little bit of substance to it, or like, well, they're they're falling forward, if you will, which I mm-hmm. uh, I really really dig. What else did I do this week? Oh, I found... So Heath found his podcast last episode, I think. He mentioned it was like the video game podcast. Like they talk about yeah. the, the video game music. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. The guys from Always Sunny in Philadelphia started a podcast. And it's amazing. Really? <laughs> they're only like 30-minute episodes, which is hysterical. And what they're doing is they're doing the whole... Do you remember the thing that the the guys from Scrubs did? Yeah, yeah, they, whatever. They like, yeah, yeah. They go over like each episode, and I fell off. Frankly, I mean, I'd like to jump back on at some point, but I fell off. Yeah, they're still doing it. They, they've definitely fell off because what they they started doing something. I can't remember like there was something that they were doing together that they had to stop recording the episodes on. But but they've been doing it know. for a while now. Like Brandy listens to them all the time. Anyway, anyways, but yeah. Um, uh, the guys from Always Sunny started it, and it's amazing. They're only thirty minute episodes each, and they'll talk about that episode for about. A minute and a half and then they just go on these like tangents but it's the guys from always sunny so they're at their normal conversation is hysterical who who all is in it like what what like all of them like uh, all of them charlie dennis and mac the, okay they're the, say, the there's main... no way they got uh danny devito no guy. yeah i better say there's no way they got the, him the fat guy how dare the fat you guy. yeah yeah <laughs> the fat guy <laughs> Dude, it's so freaking funny. And what's best is like this. The show is old. It's the 15th season is this year. Uh, but Matt mentioned to us, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago that the the that he watched he started the show, whatever. And like he said, like the gang gets racist. The first episode does not hold up. And it's amazing because they talk about it and they're like, yeah, this doesn't hold up. 
<laughs> it really doesn't. But their idea of it, the reason I love the show is, and they, they, they were able to articulate it in the best way. It's a show about terrible people. And right. it's hard for the common audience to wrap their head around that because they think they're supposed to side with their with the characters with the show they th- people think that you're not supposed to do that with the cast of always sunny they're bad they're bad people they might have good hearts at times but they are bad people and that's what makes the show great it's a sitcom with tr- like horrible trashy hateful people <laughs> and so the first episode like and they they talk about the the, the initial idea was for them to address because the first season they they, they want to address some heavier stuff literally the first couple episodes is the gang gets racist uh, I don't know the order of here, but like Charlie gets an abortion. Charlie has cancer. <laughs> like they talk about some super not cool thing. Gun control is another one. Like they talk about some really heavy themes, but it's horrible characters dealing, it dumb characters dealing with those themes. And that's what makes the show brilliant. But it's funny because they basically, they, they talk about like, oh yeah, this was, we had no money. No one watched the show. And so they just, they go on random tangents where like Dennis is talking to him. He's like, yeah. He's like, what time is it? He's like, I don't know. It's like four twenty-five. He's like, ah, I'll do it anyway. And he's like drinking a cup of coffee. He's like, what, what are you doing? He's like, if I drink a cup of coffee after four, I won't get good sleep that night. And they go on like a 10 minute tangent about that. <laughs> it's just so entertaining, dude. If you like always sunny, check out the always sunny Philadelphia podcast. It's really good. That's legit. That's really cool. And, uh, but they're like, didn't they get renewed recently for like 10 more seasons or something crazy like it was something number but it might have been two or three but yeah they they are approaching the longest running live action comedy right yeah if not already i don't recall which i mean doesn't make any sense i mean obviously uh, obviously if the show started today there's no way that it would like it would survive but like oh no it's crazy with like because Always Sunny Philadelphia is not a very large show. It's almost like a cult following type show where it's like, I'd if agree. you watch yeah, it, absolutely. you love it. Um, but like, I feel like if it was a bigger show, then there's no way it would be like, it would it happen, essentially. If more people knew about it and knew what was, like, was talked about in the show, they're like, wait a second. How is this like on They're TV? kind of like, uh, at this point, they're kind of grandfathered in. They're kind yeah, of like South exactly. Park where it's like, right. oh, yeah. Did you hear the, the South Park guy said, yeah, they've always done that. That's their thing. That's kind of how Always Sunny is. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a huge reason why I love it. And yeah, that's, I highly encourage a watch always sunny, but like just hearing their, them talk about it is just so amazing. And like them, them talking about like, yeah, like the, the name, they're like, the name sucks. We never liked the name of the show. It's nonsense. It's actually <laughs> nonsense. And like, we had a, uh, like a, a game of like $200, whoever can come up with a better title than it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You will give you $200. And they never found a better name. <laughs> they're like, it's nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, people come up to us all the time. Like, Oh, I like it because it means it's like, no, it's nonsense. It's a nonsense name. <laughs> That's hilarious. Huh? So yeah, it's really, really good. I love, I love hearing those guys talk, but I'll say that's my, I'll say that's my week just so we can move on. Uh, I'm going to plug a few things. Stay tuned. I think in two weeks, we're going to be covering, we're going to start our Matrix series with the I'd Like a Refund guys, where we ask, does the Matrix hold up? Does the Matrix Reloaded still sucked? And does the Matrix Resolution still suck? Leading us into Geeks Rants about Matrix Resurrections, which I am very, very hyped for. And then we're also, I was given the green light, going to be covering on the Matt and Mark movie show, we're going to be covering Spider-Man No Way Home. And... We are also going to be covering Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to be ranting about that. Uh, I'll announce it with our friend uh, Eugene, a.k.a. Bobasaurus Fett, 
We did the mm. interview with him. He's the action, the dramatic toy photographer. I think was the the title he preferred. So stay tuned for that. Feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, busy, busy mm-hmm. month for us. I've never watched Matrix. Oh well, then you should. You're in tune. You're you're in luck because you should stay in tune because of our Does It Hold Up series is going to be covering mm-hmm. it perfectly. If you guys don't know what our Does It Hold Up series is, I break down the plot of the movie, and we just have fun. Make fun, make make fun of it, make jokes about it. We're gonna be like moment by moment, Ian. I'm also gonna be like changing the rules a little bit on it. We're going okay. to be like in the moment. Yeah, that this scene doesn't hold up. Or like, oh, that technology. Haha, Neo has a, a like a hand like a landline phone. That that doesn't hold that kind of thing. That we're gonna be doing it case by case. We're not just gonna be asking at the end, does it hold does up? Uh huh. Because it always does, <laughs> or it always doesn't. It's like if it if it sucked, it still sucks. It's never gonna just magically uh, turn back around. But I'm very, very excited for that. Yeah. Uh, so, Spider-Man? Let's talk Spider-Man, boys. Did you guys get your tickets? No, no not yet. Scrubs, good luck. I started looking online today, and there's still enough seats right now. So I'm kind of Why playing the risky game. You know, I don't but know. There's I don't know. no reward for waiting. But there, there's also, but there's risk, you know. I gotta commit twenty five dollars of my own money to this, you know. That's twenty five dollars, twenty five yeah. bucks, bro. What are you watching this for? In? Two tickets? Oh, yeah. It's like twelve dollars, twelve bucks that's, a ticket. That sounds yeah, about right. Mine was eight dollars. Well, brag about it. I mean, I don't know, man. We I mean, I'm not bragging. I'm town. confused. Mine was eight <laughs> bucks. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I went online today. It was like the normal, just. Digital cinema, twelve bucks a piece, twenty four ninety. Just buy the ticket. There's no reward. It's not like the value is going to go up. Just buy the ticket. Yeah, I don't because know. Because then you're going to not. Then you're going to not have a ticket. <laughs> That's yeah, the reward. Is oh yeah, I don't get to see the movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You need know. to get your tickets, to, dude. We're going to be talking about calls. it the Sunday after it comes out. Might have to take out a loan. I don't know. We'll see. Have you seen? So like, we're kind of like bearing the lead here. The Spider-Man tickets went on sale technically at midnight this morning. I don't know what time zone technically, but it crashed. Yeah. All the sites. It's crazy. I was trying. This is like, well, I mean, like have in many other movies done this type of thing before? Like, is this not this is many, but like new, the force right? awakens did it, that mm. kind of stuff. Like the Didn't big, the do it? uh, I don't know because I, I kind of just, I took my time getting my tickets for that, but yeah, this, this it's been known to happen. Box office, though, it's gonna absolutely uh, like crush it. The movie comes out on the seventeenth, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The theaters that I'm looking at are showing tickets going on sale on the sixteenth. Uh, well, there's, pretty, might, there's there might be yeah. There's advanced tickets. You can you can you can buy some tickets early. Like most theaters are. Release date. I, I'm I've never been good at keeping up with that. The release I've dates never, are kind of useless. Where they're like, it comes out Friday, but then it comes out Tuesday. Okay, I don't understand. Whatever. That's so I mean, cool. hey, if you can see it earlier, by all means. Huh. Yeah, but e- either way, uh, I mean, yeah, the so reason it's, why it's it's because that way it's able to inf- uh, inf- uh, what's the term like fluctuate their weekend box office things. Did you hear mm-hmm. Spider Man made a billion dollars? Yeah, it had a whole extra day. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, either way, uh, it's that's crazy. And like, uh, I was reading an article like, an article today about it, and it's like obviously, like it goes without saying. That's definitely good news for the movie industry that like kind of has taken a huge crash during the pandemic and everything like that. Like, okay, you know, if there is a movie that is worth seeing, 
people will go see it in the theaters. Like that's always been the question. It's like, well, now we don't have to see it in theaters, or whatever. This is one that's like you still don't have to see it in theaters, but it literally is crashing websites by people trying to order tickets. So it's like that's kind of a money argument. I really hate that phrasing of worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are better movies that are coming out this year as, tar- as far as like a good story and stuff. Pig, you know, that, that was one of the best movies I've seen the last couple of years. It's not going to, it's not that kind of movie. It's not going to get a giant box office, uh, thing. So I don't know if, if that's the right phrasing I would use, but I'm sure the sales would not be as good if they announced that it was going to be on Disney plus. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think obviously pig and other movies are for sure worth seeing, but I'm saying like, in terms of like blockbuster movies or whatever, I'm sure like, you know, the movie companies were concerned. It's like, well, why would we want to release a blockbuster movie right now? Because it's like people aren't going to go see it or whatever. And mm-hmm. Pig wasn't a blockbuster movie. It never was designed to be a blockbuster movie. It's, you know, it's an Oscar movie, right? I mean, so it's it's one of those things that like whenever you're, if you're a movie producer and you're trying to make money, like I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's still money in the big movie game, essentially, which they were concerned about. So I guess that's good news. I, I don't know so. if they were too concerned about it because Venom destroyed the box office. So, I yeah, mean, it's stupid. Popcorn movies are still going to make them make money. That yeah. was never the issue. It's guys like Ridley Scott who are making the artsy movies who are expecting Marvel money. That's and actually that that kind of <coughs> I forgot the guy's name. Uh, something Scar- Papa Skarsgård is what I always call him. I do not remember his first name. All the Skarsgård brothers, the the dad of him. He's a ma- he's an actor as well. He was in Thor. He was in the he was the 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 old man doctor guy who goes crazy in Thor two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Papa Skarsgård, what I always call him. He had a really good take. I forgot who. I think it was the Guardian interviewed him, and he basically said like basically the he he basically explained what everyone has been thinking. The movie business is a business. They want to make money. They're, yes, their product is movies, but that doesn't have anything really to do with the artistic nature of making money or making movies. And so he explains, like, basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, the Marvel movies make a ton of money. And so the audiences want it. So they're just giving them whatever the audiences want. That's it. There's lanes for other movies, but. Like the small indie film guy, yeah, they're not going to get as much publicity and marketability as a Spider-Man movie, but that's not what the people want. So that's not what the business is focusing on. So yes, there's some problems with it, which I, he was very fair, which I like. Yes, that's there are problems because now if you're not a superhero in tights, then you're not going to get the recognition that you deserve. You're not going to get that commercial on TV because the commercials are bought up by Disney and they're bought up by Paramount. And they're bought up by all those other companies. That's the problem that I think some like Scorsese and Ridley Scott, that's they're uh, They're doing a terrible, ignorant job expressing it. But that's the problem with like the Marvel movies nowadays is that it's clogging. Uh, it's stolen the spotlight. And now a movie can't get good press for like the general audience, unless it's a superhero movie, which I it's, I agree with. I think that's completely fair. Yeah, I'm mean, trying to think of an example of a movie that's gotten press that's Dune. not been superhero. Dune. I mean, that's like kind of fringe. Like it's not superhero, obviously, but it's like it still is in that sci-fi. Like you know, it's based action. on another property, and even that didn't yeah. do as well as Venom. Yeah. yeah. It's like but there, yeah, I guess. The, yeah. I don't think that there's ever been really like a big like. I don't know, like, uh, like for example, a movie like Pig. I, don't, I mean, how many times have there been a movie like Pig that has been absolutely just, like, crushed the box office well, and it's been highly anticipated yeah. and, you know, like, it's just... 
Never Not necessarily movie, that. To be fair, so. You what? I've never heard of pig, whatever y'all are talking about. That's, there you go. That's, evidence. Like I said, that's fine, but like, that's that's fine. Pig might be too obscure an example. Yeah, but like, sure. But I'm the the I mean the the, the the other Ridley Scott movie. It's it's an epic. It's a it's a a period piece of knights and crap. That's a popular genre, but it didn't get the the market the marketability and stuff that the MCU movies got because I think it came out around the time Eternals did, so it got buried. But yeah. From what I hear from people, it's a good movie. In fact, a very good movie. From what I hear, I just, I even I haven't gotten around to see it. But that's, kinda, I mean, that's what they're going on with. About it kind of makes sense why, like every five, every time you, it's there's so many ads over uh, the House of Gucci, and I think they're marketing it like crazy. And it's probably because of the reason you're talking about. I mean, I even asked my parents they got to pay for Lady Gaga. They got to pay for that Adam driver. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> But I mean, like every time, every like all of Thanksgiving, whenever I was watching the game or whatever, I mean, it's it's like on like every single commercial break, every single time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that like with the you know you know whatever artsy directors that are getting frustrated, they're not getting out there or whatever. I think part of it too is also just that there is so much content out there, anyways, mm-hmm. and we're all flooded with tons of options. There's all these shows and you know YouTube videos and streamers and everything like that. Like aside from the other movies that were competing as well, it's like you only have so many hours in the day. And AJ, you're a movie guy and you love movies. And yeah, that that's what I commit my time to. I don't watch football yeah. games and I don't do any of that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm busy watching th- movies. And so that's the thing is that like whenever you only have so many hours in the day to commit to content or whatever, well then you're gonna make a choice and like you know, for the average person or whatever, and maybe I'm not the average person, but regardless, like you're not always going to choose the artsy thing or whatever. You're going to choose something that you know you're going to enjoy or whatever, like you're confident in the brand or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I'm not saying that's necessarily a good good way to live, but it's just like, that's the way that it is. That's the way that the world works, unfortunately. Um, it's just people it's a are market. going to stay that's, with their yeah. That's their the box. big thing is that you can never get mad at what people want. People yeah. want people want the MCU movies. And that's the thing that does tick me off though, is that then people treat the MCU movies like that's the benchmark of movie, which yeah. is I need people. And it's like the, I, f- I forgot who, ha- I think it might've been a corridor crew actually had a great illustration of it, of like basically think of like a cake and the very, very top of the cake, like the icing, the top of the icing part, not even the bottom of the icing. The very top is Marvel movies. They're the most expensive movies. They're the biggest movies. They're this, this, and that. They are the very, very top of movie making today. That There's countless other parts of it, though. The rest of the cake exists. It's just not that. So then people watch pig and they're like this is boring like okay they don't have 200 million dollars like the mcu does they don't have that kind of time they can't pull all these major actors and stuff like they can't do this this, and that movies are much much more than just that and so that what the when i get frustrated with is then when people it's i get frustrated but i also i'm not like blaming them in the sense of like i understand this is us progressing I'm not ever going to say regressing. This is us progressing. This is where we're ending up today as far as our tastes go. So then that does make, tick me off and oh, a great movie comes out. No one gives a crap. And then the people that do watch it, oh, this sucked. That was boring. There was no, no Iron Man in it. I'm like that gets irritating for me because then I can't have a conversation with them. But yeah, I think that. it's just like I said, that's just, that's just the way the world works is that people are going to, to migrate to things they're comfortable with. And yeah. I'm not going to be mad at what people like. You know? They like the Marvel movies. Yeah. So 
And like, I'm sure Ryan, you know, he, like he said, you know, if there's, there's 200 movies released a year and if four of them are Marvel movies, good on them. And now they're also like extending themselves to TV as well, which yeah. I mean, that's fine. Cause that was a void for me. Cause I don't watch TV anyway. So that works out fine. Yeah. Uh, but so we had that talk. There were a few things on our docket that I definitely wanted to talk about. We need something a little lively here. Actually, you know what? Before that, uh, let's take a quick ad break and then we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by Geek Grind Coffee. I've been talking about them a lot. Go get the good coffee. They are delicious. They're a family business. You should definitely check them out. They're on all the social media stuff as well. And if you use the promo code genre at checkout, you get 20% off your first order. Right now, if you go to the Geek Grind Coffee Instagram page, they're having a giveaway. It's their Nerdrotic. That's the word nerd and R-O-T-I-C. Exotic or erotic, if you will. Nerdrotic time, baby. It's finally Cyber Swag Monday. This is going on Monday right now. So when you hear this, it'll be Wednesday. But I'm sure the contest is still going to be going on. They have five Nerdrotic custom coffee crates that they're going to give away this month of December. Uh, You can go ahead and check them out to figure out exactly how they're giving away five crates. And it's got mugs. It's got the Nerdrotic coffee flavor. They've got a lot of stuff going on. So definitely check out out geek grind coffee on instagram and then use our promo code to get 20 percent off and they get kicks a little something towards the show you know you want to support us in our shenanigans you want to buy darren more pb and j then that's how you do it it's all we need it's all we need Darren, uh, tell so, me a story yeah so uh i'm curious if you guys have heard about the story about doordash have you guys heard about anything related to doordash in the world recently no Ian, don't you nope. doordash i do doordash but I have not heard anything. <laughs> you dashed the doors? <laughs> Boy, we got some bad news for you, my friend. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. well, just more of like a cautionary tale. How about that? Maybe that's just just be aware, Ian. You know, try to st- try to stay away from this type of type of thing here. So, all right, I'm just gonna read it straight from the article. It says, "In what was supposed to be a, sol- a simple deliver and go." A now former employee of the popular food delivery platform, DoorDash, was seen on the apartment complex security footage taking a public poop. There we go. The DoorDash driver was pooping? Yes. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Like So, and a little bit more about it. The delivery person was seen arriving at the apartment building with food in hand. After entering the elevator to deliver the food, she returned to the lobby moments later. However, before exiting the front doors, the worker made a stop at a nearby trash bin within the building. She then placed her backside against the bin before lifting up her dress and then releasing poop on the top of the bin. Afterwards, she's taking <laughs> off her dress. She's seen taking, taking off her dress to check the back of it for any possible stains. Then That's she left. That's <laughs> At least she Man, was, you know. I was about natural. to be so proud of her yeah. where I'm like, you know what? She pooped in a trash can. That's perfectly, f- you know, not fine, but perfectly considering the circumstance. But she pooped on the lid? <laughs> on the lid. <laughs> well, that seems I mean, disrespectful. It was kind of a tall trash can, you know, so it's kind of, I mean, unless you have like, tent. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, poop I mean, on the ground yeah. at that point. That's easier to clean. What's better for you to like to poop on the lid and kind of like scoot it back into the trash, or is it like better just to like ah oh, crap, it's there, you, you, just you leave know what's it? Silly you know? about that story, you can. Uh, wait, what, yeah, what what's silly about the what story? Part, and yeah. tell us. Okay. The sensible <laughs> part of the story that. is that. <laughs> Let me give a little insight to those who don't DoorDash. There is an easy little button you can press in the app that says "Pause. I need a bathroom break," and it pauses your dash. That time is money, man. Time is money. She got paid. She pooped on that company's dime, dude. 
<laughs> that's a pro. That's a pro gamer move. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just saw that and I was blown away by it. But then I started thinking about like you know different ways to like you know address it in the future. You know, like a little deuce and dash. It's not bad. A little, a little duke and dip. He's got to make kinda sure you don't get kind of redundant, like kind of a lateral move. Poop scoop. Little shit, little shit and split. <laughs> Better. There you go. Little, little double drop off. There you go. Yeah, that's the best one. There you go. <laughs> Fudge hub. <laughs> that's fine. Pooper eats. Anybody? No? Eh, that's, that, that's fine. That's probably third place. U- U- Uber shits. No? A little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really play on any words. Yeah, just kind of just Uber. That's fine. Not Uber all of them have to be winners. You've got gold yeah. in there. That's fine. Hey. Thanks. Yeah, but you, uh, but like this Double person, drop like, off is probably your the best one. That one's great. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, I so apparently the way it was discovered was like <laughs> discovered <laughs> like it's a body they had to find. <laughs> no, like apparently like that person like left her room or whatever and saw like the poop on the, the trash can or whatever and was like. Hey, there's poop on the trash can, and then like they're like, hey, let's figure it out. And then like they looked at the security footage and then saw like, yeah, it was my delivery driver. What the heck? Yeah. And then one so she, star. <laughs> no, but she like tweeted at DoorDash and said, "Hey, this delivery driver just pooped on the trash can." I mean, and they were like, "Uh, yeah, that's not allowed." Uh, <laughs> Is this official DoorDash policy? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, See, but I, apparently, I like, the, go ahead. Wait, go no, go so, ahead. Go ahead. You're good. I was just gonna say, I love that this is what's in the news. Like, if there's gonna be like anything in the news, like, I want it to be these stories. Yeah, I don't want to. That's there. That's what Darren brings to the table. All right, I bring the dry, cold information of, hey, Spider Man crash website. Darren brings the juicy poop stories. That's his <laughs> yeah, gig. Huh? Right. That's his uh, spice huh? that he drizzles <laughs> onto the the plate of the popcorn that is. <laughs> Genre geeks. Fed by a spoon. You know what I'm saying? Spoonful. Spoonful of <laughs> yep, it. Yep. All now, of it. Was, was this a normal poop or was it like... Oh, yeah. Was it a number explosive three? Or... <laughs> the, uh, the details of the poop are still being investigated, Matt. Great question. I feel like that uh, does well, I, matter as much as it yeah, seems inconsequential. If, if it's a simple log that you can just like do the whole like doggy bag situation, that's less disrespectful than if she just, you know, splattered all over the lid. <laughs> And now I'm wondering though, did this person was this person ever taught, you know, that pooping in a trash can in public was not normal? And she just just now, this is the first time where it's like, whoa, like I like to you think know. she weighed her options and she was like, I could poop on the floor, but I'm not an animal. This is kind I've of like a toilet. All over my car, you know, so <laughs> this is the next logical place. <laughs> it's adjacent to a toilet. I would have lifted the lid, frankly, or whatever yeah. the, the top of it was. I may, maybe it was one of those, like, because I don't know what the trash can is. Was it one of those where you lift the lid and it's like the Oscar the Grouch type trash can? Or was it like a, I call it like the, the Burger King type trash can where it's like there's like the little slit the flap oh, like thing. The, yeah the flap part and you cannot yeah. like in right you cannot <laughs> shove your butt into that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> judging from the pictures <laughs> looks like more of like one of those park trash cans where it's just like a little open hole in the top and there's like a little that's rim hard, around it you, yeah the whole yeah, yeah that's tough yeah yeah so she, she pooped on like the ashtray part <laughs> yeah exactly exactly dude i'm looking at this story on this website and my favorite okay. part about it is that the reporter so it like shows the video and they're talking about it and then it cuts the the the, the reporters and they're just 
both shaking their heads like this. And <laughs> For <yes>. shame. How <laughs> the dare shame. they? <laughs> no, well, and I wonder, though, like if those reporters are like, I went to this many years of school. For this, and the word poop, part, like this. whatever trash poop has to come out of my mouth. Well, and that's the other thing too is that like somewhere in that article too, probably Ian, you probably saw that like they were reporting on the scene as well. Like they went <laughs> By there, the trash can, and they had to interview the person. <laughs> she so what happened in this trash can? <laughs> and here it is. It's just a pixelated turd Here's on the top of the trash can lid. <laughs> it's like, well, like seriously, like this is like, do we really need an on-site reporter for this? That's just one of those like in passing stories to get you to through the five o'clock hour or whatever. You don't need to have an on-site reporter like breaking news like, <laughs> slow week dumper. slow news week guys hey we're talking about it but we also don't have that kind of formal journalism education <laughs> how does that feel people who went through all that school to talk about that we're on a garbage podcast and we're talking about poop stories the same poop stories oh yes all right uh well to keep us in you know what no i'm gonna save that hey matt you've been getting into the animes yes sir Hayao Miyazaki is apparently coming out of retirement or slash one more thing. It's one of those garbage, like clickbaity titles where it's like one more match where he's doing one more movie, uh, even though he's already announced he's going to retire like years before. But hey, one more, one more, baby. So excited. Pretty excited. I started watching Princess Mononoke again for like with Eli, baby Eli. And I forgot how intense that (laughs) that movie is. I turned it off after like probably 30 minutes. I'm like, this is a little intense for you, little guy. Let's watch some Totoro or something. It's a I little started, more like I started uh, Howl's Moving Council the other day. Uh-huh. Oh, and such a good one. I, me and my it sounded like were... you said Howl's Moving Council. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I heard. I didn't know that was different until just a second. It's like a board, like a boardroom type thing. It's like... <laughs> How is the moving council? <laughs> That's what I heard. Just letting yeah. you know. Well, we, we started the other day and... We kept getting distracted, like with Bo and like making food and stuff, and like the little bits that I, like I saw, I was like, "Man, this is very interesting." And so I was like, "I need to turn this off because I'm not pay- really like fully paying attention to this movie." Miyazaki films Ghibli, are not that kind of yeah. Yeah, Studio Ghibli. You got to pay attention. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll kind of talk about this a tiny bit. So we're talking about Hawkeye right after the outro theme of this, and. It's been getting a little bit of controversy because it's based on a very specific run of Hawkeye written by Matt Fraction and illustrated by, and I don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name, David Aja. It could be Aha, could be Aja. I don't know. I'm going to commit to Aha. I'm going to say Aha. David Aha, because it sounds like a good idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, we've discovered his name yeah it's a very uh-huh. very specific hawkeye run and people have been going like man that's uh they should like put your name because his name is apparently like bar- barely if not even in the credits like he's like barely given any credit and people are tweeting him like man you should like they should give you some credit he's like actually i should get paid because they're not paying me for any of this stuff oh wow so this has been famously talked about where even I, and I, I'm, I, f- I feel so disappointed in myself that I forgot the guy's name, but the guy who literally created the winter soldier, his, uh, I forgot his name, but he literally took like Bucky was around for years and no one gave a crap about him. He always liked Bucky. He's like, what if I made him? And then he created the winter soldier. And we know the winter soldier because what he did, he, and the MCU is what it is because of his version of the winter soldier didn't get paid a penny for it. I think he got like, I think he's got like, he said, 
he did get paid a penny, but he got paid what he literally said is an insulting amount of money. So like oh, nothing. Geez. Uh, David A. Aha. Sure. Well, it's, it's I'm very sure it's Aja, but he <laughs> is saying like, I'm not getting paid for this. And so people are like petitioning and start doing all this stuff to try to get the creators of these stories credit because the every like down to think of like what the logo thing is of like Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop pulling their arrows little like thing behind them that's him yeah. he drew that so he's not getting the the credit that he deserves but that's also very f- rampant in the comic book community or the the industry or that's the Marvel way they work they get paid for that work and it's no longer their work and so that's a big thing of like is that even okay that kind of thing but that's just something interesting to go along with the whole Hawkeye thing is that the hey, I love Hawkeye. Well, guess what? It's made by some really talented dudes who are not getting their due. That's crazy. And actually, you answered the question already, but I was going to ask about like the, you know, he's the illustrator. Why would why would he get credit? I guess there are some things that are you know, like are you saying like the in terms of like the actual scenes that he drew or whatever are being yeah. re like yeah, played out. Literally in the- scenes. I like the imagery of and this is it's not a spoiler, but the there's a scene where Kate Bishop holds a frozen pizza to her head very minor that's a panel in the comic really that kind of thing and also i mean don't especially more especially marvel where that's there and i won't bore everyone with this but it's the marvel way of writing a comic book is the illustrator does a ton of work where they get a script from the writer and it's it's uh it's it's a comic uh script so it's like uh we we come in and hawkeye is running from a group of thugs what does that mean the illustrator, the illustrator has to come up with that scene. They're like, okay, okay, I imagine he'd he does all that work. That's the Marvel way of doing things. Interesting. So yeah, he deserves the he deserves credit. And same with yeah. Matt Fraction, who wrote the thing, which his name is at least on the on the stuff. Yeah, at least some amount of credit. Yeah, that's kind of crappy. That's yeah, I mean, to get paid. like you said, like and not barely in the credits as well, and like getting his money. Yeah, that's that's great. It's pretty messed up because they made Kate Bishop what she is, and that's why she's such a lovable character. Uh. To get us back on, uh, this is a bit of, it's lightly dare news, and I wonder if it's going to set you off as much as it kind of upset me. Dollar Tree. Did you guys hear about them? Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I've already, I've already been I've mad, and then we got over it, and now I'm mad again thinking about it. Dollar Tree. More like Liar Tree, because they are raising their prices from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. Yeah. Hasn't Five that kind quarter of tree. already been a thing, though? I mean, if you go to the actual liars, which is Dollar General, which is like it's generally a dollar. <laughs> yeah, that's some sh- not some bullcrap. Dollar. I always prefer Dollar Tree because Dollar Tree was honest. Everything in here is a dollar. It's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Is this a dollar? All of it. All of it's a dollar. Want the shelves? Like smaller dollar. quantity items, though. It's garbage stuff, but yes, it's a dollar. Yeah, so, but but like, what are they going to been- do? Are they going to like? Are they going to rename themselves or they're just going to continue to lie to everyone? I think, <laughs> I think they're just going to continue to lie. That's just like, it's the Dollar Tree. I understand. Like, yeah, okay, you're, maybe your business model is not going to work out anymore because you can't afford to make money anymore. You're selling anything, anything of dollar. Price is going up. Just then close S- your business and rename it to the Dollar 25 Tree. That's all I'm trying to well, say. Here, Stop lying a, to me. Here's a tiny bit of being fair. Apparently, Dollar Tree opened their doors in 1986 and they have not adjusted their their cost their price since and uh yeah inflation's kind of writes them over the coals or the dollar but general should, tree like something like that have, maybe just take their mo- motive nobody or, forced them to make that promise <laughs> exactly like you know you, this is what you promised us 
you know? You owe us this, Dollar Tree. It's a dollar. I, sh- I go up there and I pay a dollar oh eight for whatever I want. That's all. Taxes included. Eight eight twenty five. There's a poll question in here somewhere, and that's which route do you guys want to take? Do you want to go to like the Dollar Generals or a bunch of liars or is like Dollar Tree gonna be a liar? <laughs> like what's the deal? <laughs> I'm thinking I think it's fine. Are you also sad that Dollar Tree is lying to you? That's what I'm gonna mm-hmm. put. I, I mean, that's what Matt's it, gonna put. It reminds me of <laughs> I don't know if you guys have gone to Costco a lot, but the Costco hot dogs are famous because they're a dollar. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a dollar. It's cheap. The whole point is that it's a very cheap number. And I think they actually lose money on it from what I understand. Maybe they don't, maybe don't lose money, but their margins on it are just, they're not worth the effort. And they talked, apparently there was like a discussion of talking about raising the prices and like the CEO of Costco was like, don't you dare raise the price of that hot dog. Yeah, he's doing, he, in his words, I think he specifically said, if you raise the prices of that hot dog, I will kill you. I think that's what his actual words were. Let me look up because that that the quote does kind of matter. It was Costco it was very, very hot dog price CEO. Wow, that literally autofill, dude. Well, I wonder actually, when, kind of going back to Dollar Tree thing or whatever, I, I, it's this similar situation. I wonder how long they've been deliberating this for a while. It's like been years, five years, 10 years ago, whatever. It's like, I think it's time to start raising prices. And the CEO is like, no, we're the Dollar Tree. Well, we need to take, and we're going to take this. This is the actual quote. This is from. Uh, apparently, the cost of a hot dog combo, which is a hot dog and a soda, has been a dollar fifty since the eighties. Uh, a guy named Singel, Singel, I don't know how to pronounce Senegal, said, uh, which he is the current during lunch on the company's current CEO said he once told Senegal, who's Senegal? Co- is Senegal the website co-founder you're on? and then CEO? Oh, okay, okay. I came to Senegal once. I guess the currency. Okay, this is from the perspective. I'm sorry. This is a poorly written article. <laughs> this is from the perspective of current CEO before he was CEO. Okay. I came to then current CEO, Senegal, once, and I said, Jim, we can't sell this hot dog for a buck fifty. According to, okay, we are losing our rear ends. He said, if we raise the price of the effing hot dog, or no, he said, if you raise the price of the effing hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why, yeah. like, why is that like the the like the, the hill to die on? Actually, I take it back. I respect you, Mr. Senegal. <laughs> a Costco yeah. employee in 2018 told Pop Sugar, I guess, I think it's like a newspaper thing or whatever, a magazine thing, that the company makes eight cents on every hot dog combo. It's it. all you need. Eight cents here and there. You sell a million hot dogs and boom, you're, you're uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with him. You know, stick with it. The Let's primary remember, role the for the- cheese bake is what's yeah. good. Mm, the cheese bake. bake. It's mm, the mm. the primary role the food court. The primary role the role the food court is there. This is so poorly freaking written. God dang. The primary. I'm gonna read it verbatim. The primary role the food court is there is to be a good face for the company. <laughs> they said. <laughs> we'll sell you a hot dog and soda for a dollar fifty, just so your last experience before leaving is one of a one of a pleasant cashier treating you well and giving you a good deal. Amen to that. Amen to that. Make eight cents every hot dog. That's fine. Senegal, the guy, the CEO, shenanigans guy, has long believed that the Costco hot dog is, I've never seen this word, sacrosanct. Darren? Sacrosanct. Sacrosanct? Never even heard of that word. Uh, Sacrosanct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacrosanct. 
sack well, the, or something. The amount, of, yeah. the amount of food that they sell in their food court is so large that they can have you know small they can sell it for smaller <laughs> prices because they're making that money back. I mean, like if you go to a national Costco, the amount of pizzas that they're like selling per minute is insane. He said uh, in a 2009 interview with the Seattle Times, a reporter asked the CEO if the price. Well, if the price ever goes up, what does that mean? And he said that I'm dead. <laughs> From Merriam-Webster, sacrosanct, meaning most sacred or holy, also meaning treated as if holy, immune from criticism or violation. Sacrosanct. The, the hot dog from Costco. Thank you. Is the hot dog from Costco, Matt, sacrosanct. Sacrosanct, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> and then the follow-up, did you know what sacrosanct meant before looking it up? <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and put that on the poll, Matt. We'll workshop all that. (laughs) Good to have you back, Matt. We got our polls back again. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lonesome road without you. If I can't go to Costco and get a hot dog for a buck fifty, bro, hot dog and a drink, dude. They're and the thing is, they're still making money. It's eight cents, and that's they exactly. can't. Even, that's that's not paying for the like the the time that the worker is like grabbing the hot dog and handing it to him. It's not worth. Co- it's not covering that. But hey, eight cents at a time. Eight cents at a time. You're it's buying fine. goodwill, is what you're doing. Exactly. Like G- and that's actually G look, <laughs> Costco <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you guys want a GG the dollar fifty Costco hot dog combo? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Matt. Sure. All right. It's unanimous. We're doing right. it. Welcome, yes. welcome to the welcome to the museum, Costco hot dog. <laughs> and actually, like, I'm not gonna GG this, but I, I'm just like, you know, you know, Darren's food taste. I'm a big fan of all grocery store food. You know, if I just go to a grocery <laughs> store and there's like a, you know, like IKEA, man, those meatballs, those horse do- horse balls are delicious. Oh my god, those <laughs> things are great. Absolutely. Even their hot they dogs are there good. are great too. And plus, like you go there and you kind of feel like you're like traveling internationally or whatever because you're eating some Swedish <laughs> food, but then you just get a hot dog like I always do. <laughs> Can I get the uh, the meatball? <laughs> yes, sir. Here's your meatball. <laughs> I figured you would go, and that's that brings up a slight game to me that I didn't prep as much as I wanted to, but I want to get Darren's take on certain things okay. because I never would have guessed that you were pro- like food at at a store like that because oh, in my head me? you're like i'm paying well th- i figured you'd be like i'm paying a lot more for this food i could just wait i'm at the end of the store because the restaurant's like at the end of ikea i could have just like i could just leave and then grab some sonic or whatever on the way home instead i'm paying what overpriced. Is 50 it's hard to pass it up when it's a buck 50 there you go that's that's uh-huh. the deal yeah, so I no, never would have I never would have pegged that for you. So I'm trying to really? think of better. No, that's like I'm serious. Though. That's like whenever we're going to a grocery store, that's like that's like one of like the promises that we have in our marriage is like if we go to a grocery store, we get a hot dog while we're there. That's not, that's it. I can never. Well, the thing is, I have to get it's case by case of whether it's your cheapness, your frugalness versus mm-hmm. your absolute laziness. And mm-hmm, there's it's right. which one's going to weigh out, which one's going right. to win. You never know. You never know. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we, this is the example I, I said in the text, and frankly, I want an answer for it. Where are you on pepper shakers? Are you the just the plain Jane, it's already ground up pepper, you just got to pop, 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 pour it, like, pour it your food? Or do you like the fresh ground with the little, like, you know, I'm talking about the Olive Garden type? 
See, the problem that I have with the ground pepper shakers to me is that you never really know which way to turn it, you know? Like you might because there's plenty of times. <laughs> you what? In plenty First of, of all, times, there's two ways. There are two ways, Max, and you know the answer right away either way. I'm just it's saying. It's not like you can go like, oh, man, I didn't realize I was supposed to go like caddy corner. I was supposed to go like freaking uh, like diagonal to the to the grinder. There's been plenty of times. Forward. I pick up the old ground backwards. pepper shaker <laughs> and I'll pick it up and I'll start twisting. No pepper comes out. Oh, dang it. It's upside down. Classic. All right. You know, I got one for you, Darren. All right. Let's hear it. Microwave mac and cheese or stovetop mac and cheese. Do you guys want to deliberate first? Bets. Matt, which way do you think he's going to go? Microwave mac and cheese, stovetop mac and cheese? Uh, stovetop. Oh, Matt's, sto- uh, Matt's we're split. Microwave. I'm going to go stovetop because I think I it's think worth more. The, the time to you, it's worth the time is yeah. valuable enough. Ding, ding, ding. There are a few things in life <laughs> that you can wait for, and stovetop <laughs> mac and cheese is one of them. Craft okay. macaroni and cheese. All you people out there that you want to wait 45 seconds for some garbage mac and cheese, you can get over yourself, okay? You know? Just try it yourself. Look, I know you're all thinking it's like crazy, you know, the mac and cheese guy. Look, I'm telling you. I know you're all thinking, no, I can just eat it in 45 seconds. What's the difference? No, I'm telling you. As the mac and cheese guy, you want to wait that six, seven minutes while it's on the stove, boil a little bit, put the sauce in there, boom, it's great. I'm telling you. I tried it for a long time, and it's great. Dude, one time... <laughs> Uh, it was like mac and cheese is one of the first things I ever learned how to, I say cook and you know, by all intents and purposes, it's cooking. It's the most basic form of it, but it's cooking. And that was one of the first things my mom ever taught me to cook. And so I was incredibly impatient. One of the first times I ever did it and I severely undercooked the pasta and I, but I already committed to it. I like poured out all the water. I threw the powder in there. I, I switched it all up. You can't go back after that. So I have a whole pot of mac and cheese. That's in cr- crunchy undercooked <laughs> yeah. i ate it you better believe yeah. i ate it yeah. and my stomach hurt so <laughs> bad because it was expanding <laughs> in my stomach and oh, it was continuing no. to cook i was in like like keeled over pain with like needles going through my freaking stomach it was so bad yeah and then i uh, overcooked the mac and cheese about three times after that out of sheer fear the other thing that I would say in terms of, you know, the list of things that you should either, you know, spend more time or more money on, maple syrup, okay? okay. This is an example okay. of today, all right? My, my, my wife made pancakes for dinner today. Nothing like a little breakfast for din, you know, it's one of my favorite pastimes. Sure. And she got, you know, she prefers just the natural store-bought, you know, whatever, great value syrup. I'm telling you. You want to spend the $14 on the good maple syrup. And this is coming from the guy that's cheap. I'm telling you, it's it's game changer. If you're a maple syrup guy, if you're not, if you, you don't even know you are yet. If we're all maple syrup guys, and we don't even know it yet. I'm telling you, go to go to your store, get the f- store brand or whatever, but get like the real stuff. You know what I'm saying? The real stuff, not the sticky stuff. Like, I'm curious, what, do you, what are y'all's thoughts? I've tried like... To- Go ahead. Yeah, Anyone else? Go ahead. You know, Maine. Matt, go ahead. You haven't said too much today, and you're barely awake. What do you? Yeah, what's your take on syrup? Falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good to have you back, my dude. I'm sorry, dude. I gotta work tomorrow and get a nap today. Uh, what? What? You're gonna have to elaborate more, Darren. What's the real stuff? Are you talking about like the things in like the glass jar or what? Mm-hmm. I mean, glass jar is a, is a bonus, 
But I'm just saying just like the real, the, it would say on there, like, I don't even know how to, I mean, it just says real maple syrup on there or whatever. It's not like just, you know, syrup. I like I, I'm I mean, trying I to like be the hero for this. You're trying to like be the front man and you can't, you don't even know. He's <laughs> like, it says real. There's Look, a brand You know out when there. you know. You know when you know. It's it's good stuff. Hey. Are you guys the guys that just buy like the sticky stuff or whatever from the grocery store? Is that it's all Ian? sticky. Yeah, you? No, I was, I was going to say like I, it's, it's funny that you're saying this because uh, Lee Jennings actually opened up my eyes to having quality syrup a few days ago because he made blueberry pancakes and I tried one of his blueberry pancakes and he had that like it was store brand but it was the one in the glass jar and it was like 100% real pure maple syrup whatever they call it mm-hmm. and it was awesome a little too rich generally in me I haven't had a lot of those a little too rich I'm not a sweets guy and so oh, I'm, when I'm eating pancakes I'm already like fully aware I'm, I'm eating basically this is sugar sugar bread uh, I like, I like whatever aunt Jemima is, whatever her pl- mm. like place is in terms of high quality, low quality, nah. because it's she, just watered down enough that I'm, I can tolerate it. She's the best of the bad. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. she also doesn't exist anymore. Technically. <laughs> that is true. But Darren and I, when we, uh, when we were hanging out at the, the, the Airbnb thing, we ran to the store and grabbed some, some maple syrup and it was whatever they call it now. What do they call it now? I don't even know. New Aunt Jemima. Yeah, I don't even know. Whatever. Like literally on the on the bottle, it's like same flavor, different name. I know what you're talking about. And it was like little, we just grabbed it because it was at like a Dollar General. And so we just grabbed, we grabbed one. Called the Pearl Milling Company brand is what they're called now. Yeah, but it's the exact same shape, same color scheme. Everything That's what caught my attention. It's the same shape as a Aunt Jemima bottle. It, yeah. it, she ain't thick like no Miss Buttersworth. Miss Buttersworth <laughs> dragging that wagon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> I guess I'm actually that's I'm awakening. I prefer trashy because Lee Shores one time came to the house and I think he left or he made whatever pancakes and like he had like the you get which Darren really you pay like twenty dollars for like a shot glass of maple syrup basically and then you, you pour it on the thing. Yeah. I was like oh that's I'm fine. telling you I, like I said. There are a few things in life that I'm willing to spend more time on or more money on. Maple syrup. Well, I'll be. The hot dogs from Costco and or Ikea. And then also ketchup. Those are the three things that I'm willing to spend more money on. What's your on. ketchup? It's Heinz. Heinz. You gotta get of course Heinz. it's Heinz. What? Yeah. Dude, Whataburgers is so much better. You, look, you just got to get... The, it's the classic. It's the best. It's always yeah, will be. No. Right? Whataburgers is more salty. Look, I'm telling you. I'm the ketchup guy. Trust me. Mm. <laughs> whatever all right uh let's go ahead and start getting ready for recommendations and homework and then we're going to go and talk a little bit about some hawkeye after or outro credits uh while you guys are doing that uh, i haven't been able to do this last couple of episodes because we've been having well we've been busy and we've been having actual guests here but all right so i've been making friends on the instagrams and i've been asking these friends to send us clips of their recommendations and this is from the no more late fees podcast this is a wonderful podcast of two lovely ladies who i believe and this based on what i heard from them they are former block blockbuster employees and so they they talk movies and they they're really really good i like their takes this is their recommendations for us hey genre geeks this is jackie this is danielle and we're from the no more late fees podcast and Darren, I feel for you, baby. <laughs> I have really hard opinions on certain movies, movie genres. Like I don't like holiday movies, just a personal 
feeling I have. I don't care for Ben Stiller. Romance movies. I'm good with rom-coms, melodramas, not here for it. I feel you. I hear you. I see you, Darren. I don't. (laughs) Sorry. Not sorry. But we have a recommendation for y'all. We are recommending the movie 200 Cigarettes. It is a blow your mind up and coming cast. It is one night on New Year's Eve in New York City. A ton of different events and characters in certain situations. And they all kind of come come together and come together at the end. Highly enjoyable, highly underrated. It's a must. Check it out. Definitely gives you nostalgic vibes. You've got Christina Ricci. You've got Ben Affleck. You've got Dave Chappelle. You've got Paul Rudd. I mean, the cast lineup is insane. So highly recommend. Thank you guys for being friends with us on on Instagram. We really appreciate it. We love meeting other podcasters, especially yours. Really fun. We can't wait to cross over even more. And if you want to check out our podcast, we are two ex-blockbuster employees and best friends that re-watch movies from the late 90s and early 2000s and just give you our hot takes. Lots of fun. So if you're having blockbuster nostalgia, we are your gals. So hit us up at No More Late Fees and we are everywhere where podcasts are found and hope to hear from you guys soon. Thanks. Be kind and rewind. It's been a long time since I've heard that. Thank you so much, Jackie and Danielle. Yeah, I liked them. They were the one of the girls were nice. Yeah, of all like the 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 jabs and slash, you know, elbows and Muay Thai kicks that Darren Darren has taken over the years at this point uh, on the show for his take on John Wick. Most supportive one I've heard for you yet. Yeah. I like you guys. They're supportive. They're nice. They're nurturing. That's why we need more women on our show because we're 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 pretty stupid and we just bludgeon each other of you don't like thing I like stab. They're more nurturing and that's better. We need that. We need that flavor for our nonsense. But yeah, definitely check them out. They're very fun. I liked their. I mean, I lots of their episodes, but like the the one the first one I heard that one they recommended to me was Scream, and that's fantastic. All right, recommendations and homework, boys. I ain't got nothing. Hmm. Dude, you've been gone a month. Tokyo Ghoul. (laughs) Was that hard? Was that so hard? Thank you. You I'm sorry. Thank you. I've been trying a more positive approach. I've been listening to like other shows and I've realized like, man, we're pretty mean to each other. And then I'm like, I'm pretty mean to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, Matt. Hey, good job, Matt. I'm going to see. We had Jackie and Danielle. It's already working. I'm already a better person. (laughs) Ian. I'm I'm going to restate uh, Heath's recommendation and recommend Arcane. Pretty good show. There has to be something to it. No, I've never heard a, I, I watched the first two episodes and it's great. It is very, very good. I've never heard a single negative thing about it. Really? I have not heard a single thing. It's the times I've heard anything about it. It's literally hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I think for a time, I don't think it still is. And like tens from IGN and like hundreds from Metacritic, that kind yeah. of thing. I think my only complaint is maybe there's not enough action maybe, but I mean, it's an origin story, so it doesn't really... Action doesn't need, need to that. be every 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. need to have, you know, action every step, so. 
Uh, see, my recommendation, I actually sent it to the group today, is go check out the game Unrailed. Um, it is on sale for until December 1st, so it might actually be coming out, but you're on sale until the day this releases on Wednesday. So yeah, so once you're, if you're hearing this, then go onto your Steam and go buy it because it's normally 20 bucks and it's only six bucks right now. So it's like an it's overcooked, good. overcooked, like clone essentially where it's like, okay, you got all these different jobs that need to get done. Uh, and you have to do it quickly. It's essentially the trains moving and you got to keep it moving by putting train tracks down or, you know, whatever. So, and it's really fun play it with your friends and it's only $6. Like, so I would definitely say like, go check it out. Um, I'm totally going to get it very quickly and then try to play it as soon as I can with friends. And yeah, I, I, I saw, I watched videos of it. I've seen gameplay of it and stuff. Um, and I think it's really fun. So yeah, if you have like four or five friends or whatever to play with and yeah, get it six bucks. So yeah. All right, and my recommendation is check out the Always Sunny podcast. If you like the show, it is it's perfectly in line with the show, and it's also some cool like inside baseball with how they made the show, their ideas behind it, what the show was originally even supposed to be, and hearing from those guys who like Mac says he hasn't watched the first couple seasons in over ten years, and so it's kind of a nice trip for him. Uh, to go back and it's cool to hear, you know, like, oh yeah, when we wrote that scene, we did this, 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 and that really, really cool. So yeah, I think that's going to be it. Do all the good things to us on all of the social medias at genre geeks at genre geeks cast. Uh, we have a link tree on our Instagram and I think it's, it's all of our places. And we have like a little, uh, tip jar thing. If you want to buy me a Coke zero or you want to buy Darren a hot dog from Costco. So do all that. Also, I forgot to mention, I'm giving, we are giving away this wonderful genre geeks coffee tumbler. Uh, we are not selling these for the foreseeable future. So the only way to get this right now is to, Go to our Instagram. I think you can get to it from all of our through Facebook and, and Twitter and stuff. And you can see the rules for how to win this. And Darren, what was the the key, the phrase, the activation word? Thickless. <laughs> Thickless, ladies and gentlemen. That is worth three entries. There's like single entries if you like share it, if you like it, do all that crap. That's one entry each. S- send us, DM us the word thickless. That's worth three. The odds Boom. exponentially higher. Yep. All right. Uh, Stay tuned after this outro theme if you want to hear our spoiler talk for the first two episodes of Hawkeye. And uh, until next time, everybody. Bye. Hello, everybody, and thank you for sticking around. We are going to be talking about Hawkeye episode one, because that's the only one that Ian has seen, and then Ian's going to bow out. We'll talk episode two. All right, guys, uh, before we get into it, what were we had talked about this a tiny bit. What was your thoughts going into this? Like, what your thoughts of them having a Hawkeye show at all, Ian? Okay, so do you think this is a Christmas series? It literally is, yeah. Okay, just making sure, because I was trying to explain that to my wife, that yes, this is a Christmas series. And she would, she was arguing with me for about twenty minutes about it. So, just just saying that. There's no way that it isn't. It's literally like you can have the, the diehard theme discussion. Is around Christmas. Yeah, right? it's plot point is Christmas. Where that's why Hawkeye's in the city with his kids and stuff. They're doing Christmas crap. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie okay. or show. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Make sure y'all are on my side on that one. So, 
That's yeah, and sorry. Yeah, tell your pregnant so, wife uh, she's wrong. Been thinking about that all night. <laughs> Darian, you're wrong. Uh, so, uh, Ian, uh, do you what do you think about the show before? Yeah, general thoughts on that. Like before getting it, before watching the show, because you said that. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll start I'll start pushing you forward. You said you were kind of <laughs> iffy on whether or not you were even going to watch it. I just I guess I just wasn't really excited for it. Um, Hawkeye wasn't really my favorite character. I think it was cool. But that's fine. I was, I guess I was just like, I, like we discussed here, there's so much content. I just didn't know if I was going to get around to watching it if it weren't for, you know, discussing on the show, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did. I, I really enjoyed the first episode. I thought it was good. So that's cool. kind of, I, I definitely think I will watch the next episode and continue the series, especially since we're probably going to talk about it on the show. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to <laughs> be a part of it, we'll kick you out of here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, my, I'm similar to Ian, like, uh, it's one that, like, I wasn't super excited about, like I was for Loki or for WandaVision or whatever, but I will say, though, like, it, it, the the fact that Loki and WandaVision were so cool and integral to the story going forward, I feel, I feel like it's, like, a necessity, essentially, that you have to watch this show, and especially for a character that is, he's not like a massive character in the MCU, but he has been there for a long time and has had, you know, some big roles in the movies and stuff. It feels like, you know, he's a character that you definitely need to continue following whatever. So that, that's why like, you know, I, I didn't feel like it, it, I didn't feel like I could miss it. Um, so that's kind of was my opinion going into it. So Matt, like, how did you feel before we started? I basically the same thing. Like I honestly forgot about the show, <laughs> not like, trying to be mean like about the show or anything but like i mean i'm gonna watch it regardless because it's mcu and i know it's there's gonna be stuff referenced to it in the future or talked about so that's surprising um, to me because you even more so than ryan from the refund podcast i don't know anyone else who suckles the teat of disney harder than you (laughs) oh yeah i mean i didn't i didn't watch all of the uh what if either I don't think I mean, I anyone watched. did. I don't know if anyone actually finished that series. <laughs> Every single 100% of the people that I've talked to about it have been like, yeah, I fell off at this or I stopped watching at this point. No one has ever been like, dude, when the final episode, though, I don't even know how it ends. <laughs> I, I do know how that ends, but I mean, Ooh. there's a lot of episodes I didn't watch. I mean, I'll get yeah. to it eventually, but I, mean, I don't know if I ever will. Uh, yeah, so I was, I feel like I'm the oddball out. I was incredibly excited for this, but I, that's also extremely my taste in comics in general. I always, always prefer the street level heroes. I was kind of not excited for Loki, despite Loki being awesome. I just, I don't like cosmic stories. They tend to not be interesting to me. Uh, the street level heroes are my absolute favorite. And so I was incredible, especially with the, the teasers and stuff that they've shown with this when they had that, the Disney plus day announcement thing and they yeah, showed yeah. the like the whatever minutes like uh, like clip from the show right. i was inc- ecstatic i was super super hype so yeah i was incredibly excited for it and i guess we can just go ahead and talk about our our general thoughts on episode one uh i liked it i thought it was i thought it was very good i liked yeah. our i love the uh the opening of it because i like see i love i absolutely love seeing something from another movie but from a different perspective. Oh, a hundred percent. That's yeah, like, the, the first thing I thought of was like how, like 
there's a, been a lot of work put in, a lot of time put into this entire universe that we all enjoy. And this type of thing is exactly the payoff for that, is that you can continue telling more stories around that universe that like parallel stories that happen or whatever. Like this like this little girl in a house in the middle of like the, you know, Thanos' raid on the earth or on the world or whatever. It's like that is that's so cool. And that's like you know, I, I I hate to compare it to DC or whatever, where it's like they they have not been done a good job of being able to build a universe. And that's the reason that they like, whenever you're watching a movie, it's like, you don't know if it's actually going to mean anything for a future movie. Like this is a perfect example of that. It's like, this is a TV show about one little situation that happened. Like, you know, it's like a massive story that happened in the MCU, but like this little bitty thing that happened that formed the rest of this. And that, that's so cool to me because they, they put so much time and effort into building the universe and there's a hundred more of these stories they can tell because of it. But you Matt, know, you had something to say. What's up? Uh, it'd be really crazy if you could go back and watch Avengers and like watch that scene and in the background you can see a building that's torn up like that. Yeah. That, that really if neat. you play it back, I know for a fact that's the shot that Hawkeye does without looking. Hmm. No, yeah. Because you see the you see the like the Shatari like scooter yeah. thing. I don't know what it's called. Well, I, I've seen it's, a bunch of clips where like they're they're in sync and showing mm-hmm. the same clips at the same time. But I mean, yeah. I guess I need to look that's at actually, one of those clips really again cool. and see if I can see the photo. Fo- yeah, it's the. I mean, it's cool. it's cool. I mean, they didn't plan. I need to, people to understand they didn't plan for that. But I like yeah. when they like they made that work. They're like, oh, that's cool because the same thing happened. Uh, the best example of that up until now, but as far as movies go or uh, my comic book stuff go, is actually from Batman v Superman which is a dumpster fire of a movie, but the yeah. intro of it was incredible where it's the end of man of steel, but it's from like Batman's perspective. That was incredible. So right. seeing that done with this was really, really cool. Uh, what I really liked it. And this is, I say general, but let's just dive into it. Everyone just start free, free, like free for all talking. Uh, I liked the visual storytelling of Kate where they oh, literally yeah. show you, Hey, Taekwondo medals, archery medals, all the medals, all the trophies it puts Darren's little, you know, whatever rug, uh, box car derby, box car derby, yeah, yeah, that That's little garbage trophy. thing to shame. <laughs> no, no, Matt, no. Keep, even keep and like quiet, the fact Matt. that they keep it, down. keep it down, Matt. The fact they even use the opening credits to progress yeah. the story, where it shows Kate like doing like taekwondo and stuff and judo, like yeah. that. Even that was used as a narrative tool, and I thought that was incredible. Yeah, because it, it, it it's like one of those things. It's like she says, "I need a bow." And then, like, it just switches to, like, the credits or whatever. And it's like, we don't need to tell you. She does the whole thing. Now she's good at archery. Like, yeah. just, she get you know, real whatever. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does, we don't need to go through the entire montage. It's like, okay, he, she wanted to be good at it. Now she's good at it. End of story. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But with that said, though, that first scene of her hitting that bell, that was cool. That was, that was fun. some cool visual. Yeah, cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, it because it again it tells you a lot about her character. She's a young, dumb kid. You know, she says right. she's like twenty two. She's a kid, and so like that kind of shenanigans is just it's fun and it's it gives you the idea of like oh she's incredibly talented and resourceful as well. Right. So that that was um, and then what, what, Ian, what's up? Uh, I was just gonna poo poo on the uh, little girl actress at the beginning. The way she was saying mommy and daddy was sounded so mommy, dumb. Mommy, mommy daddy, mommy. daddy. I was like, oh my God, that's weird. That, I'm sorry, that, that really bothered me. <laughs> no, that's fine. I will say that that reminded me. Uh, I think it was a little transparent. I found it a really transparent. 
like after the explosion and she's like mm, or whatever you just mummy yeah. mummy what are you daddy. like to me i'm like oh the mom is doing something super nefarious that's why dad <laughs> died. that's why dad, dad died from he, the he did look familiar. I, I noticed. Dude, yeah. he looked. I, I recognized him. I, he's I'll look him something. up right now. Yeah, I, I'll look him up right now. Something I can't remember what it is, but also, um, you know, when she made, I guess it was the mom that made the comment. Whenever she's like, "Yeah, I mean, you've always been like a you know super talented, blah blah." You know, you're a black belt at 15, and I call bull crap on that one, dude. It is so hard to get a black belt, and nobody is a black belt at 15 years old. I'm just saying. Well, at, at what martial art? Because that dude, that is incredibly important. Because like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I'm gonna guess Jiu Jitsu. There's like a dozen maybe black belts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I'm, I'm gonna guess like Jiu Jitsu or something based on like her the way she was fighting. And stuff. I think it might have been based on her martial arts. It looked like judo, and that's not impossible. And the point is, she's a savant. We're okay. supposed to accept that about her. That's why she's a superhero. Because okay. like she is. Like, I just, I just want to make sure that. I'm not gonna nitpick that. That's okay. a weird I, thing to pick well, up. To pick here's, here's on. in this re- world. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. I feel like in certain characters, and Marvel does this, where they'll get a specific character like Captain Marvel, and they can do no wrong. Like they're the perfect person, and I, I just can't can't get behind that. So, uh, so the the, the the dad from from Hawkeye. It, the, like you go to his IMDb, Brian Darcy James, like the number one thing is from the movie Spotlight, which is a respectable like movie. That's a serious movie. But the number two credit, he played Shrek in Shrek the Musical. Oh, God. Ah, that's, that's where I know him goes. from. That's how I know him, kids. Uh, other than <laughs> that, I have no I have no clue who this dude is. He was in Bombshell. Uh, he was in Dark. He played the president in X-Men, the Dark Phoenix, which I never even saw. Okay. I don't. Um, I had no clue why he was in Molly's game. He played Brad. I don't know what that means. Who knows who Brad I is? I have to look myself because he looked so familiar to me. I never saw Shrek the Musical, so I, don't, I have <laughs> oh, no boy, idea how I, I know his did face. Did I see Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> All that uh, layers of Shrek paint can't hide his face from me. <laughs> uh, I will say though, like the next scene, the musical scene. That, that was, fun, was hilarious. Dude. That was that was good. so funny. Well, it's really funny, but it's also perfect because it shows like this is what this has become for that world, like for the it's general the world, people there. What the real world would look like if there were superheroes. Like, well, like, there's a tragedy that people died and stuff. Yeah. We're reveal alien life has been confirmed for people on Earth, and we have a Hamilton play basically about it. Yeah. And all these random dudes. And I love it on two levels. One, because, like, obviously there's a play about it. And two, that, like, they choreographed an entire song of a play Those for this little TV Broadway show. all Broadway people. Yeah. It's like, in went, IRL. so yeah. much effort. Well, it was really that's great crazy. About it, too, it was like, the, the people that had do it uh, actually really looked like a lot of the characters. Um, yeah, so yeah, I was kind of yeah, Hulk was really convincing. A of an original actor in the play. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is apparently that bit was supposed to just be a really short bit but apparently they loved it so much they're like we gotta throw more of this into the scene uh but i loved i really really loved that scene because we got to see because we didn't really get time for it and this is the first time that hey it's the first time hawkeye's ever gotten the uh, like attention but also it's like since uh end game we get to see how hawkeye's dealing with the loss of black widow which i really really dug i thought that was really really cool is it it was a good way of like I think that's that's kind of what we're going to get through the entire series, I think, is like Hawkeye trying to live his normal life 
and then constantly interrupted by his previous life, essentially. And that, yeah. that was a, just a very a very simple way of saying it without saying it, where it's like, he's just trying to watch a play, and then here it is again. And, you know, yeah. and then, of course, then, like, the Christmas thing or whatever, where it's like, he's ready now to have Christmas with his kids, and it's like, oh, now this Ronan dude shows up again or whatever. It's just yeah. like, they're, they're saying it without saying it, and that's really cool. Shout out to his wife, who's the coolest wife on the planet. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, I can't do literally Christmas stuff because, you know, Hawkeye stuff. And she's like, all right, cool. Well, you know, you'll handle it. I'm like, God bless her. I've never yeah. experienced that kind of support. <laughs> but yeah. uh, something else back to that scene in the theater. I really loved like the Thanos, like graffiti, like on like the urinals. Like Thanos it's was right. That's so it's just it's world building. That's so cool. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people would be like, that. no, he was right. What was that, Matt? I, I didn't see that in the bathroom. I missed oh, it. it was on the it was urinal. Like, the camera had a close-up on it. I yeah. guess I looked at my phone or something like that exact time or something. Yeah, it was on I there very quickly. But yeah, it is one of those things that's just like, like you said, it's just world building. It's one of those things that like, that's what the world would look like after something catastrophic like that. Like there'd be supporters of him. Yeah. it's I Yeah, so something weird. else I really love that they, they touched up on it in Bucky, Captain Soldier or whatever. Captain Soldier. God dang. <laughs> Captain Soldier. <laughs> Captain the Soldier. The Marvel Falcon. hero. <laughs> 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 Did you? I'm gonna say, do you? I'm so mad y'all didn't respond to that freaking golden meme Bond. I sent you of the Bond, <laughs> James Bond. What's the? What I gotta James. say? It. Bond, so I James. <laughs> I texted it to you guys. Hold oh on. Oh my god, this is What's garbage. the thing? I gotta read it because it's so. Honestly, it's so I had a hard time good. just like comprehending what it was meaning, which is the point, obviously. The Bond, the Bond's name, James' name. Please, to wait, what? Bond names. <laughs> Bond names the James. Are you all right? <laughs> Bames Nons having a strunk. Call Bondulous. <laughs> Dude, that's so, so hard to get through. <laughs> it is. And that's why, I, like, even when I was trying to read it, I was like, what is this trying to say? And, like, it's yeah. It's so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Soldier, we got to see what it was like, like uh, treating the Avengers like celebrities, and I really love that because then you get to have like that, especially because Hawkeye is like the wrong dude to do that with. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's taking a freaking, he's peeing, and guy's like, "Hey man, can I uh, get a little selfie with you?" He's like, "Now's not a good time because my penis is in my hand." <laughs> then he like goes to the sink, and he's like, "Is now a good time?" And I feel like that, that's what would happen. A, I feel like that's what happens with celebrities, and B. That's what would happen if you got to meet Iron Man. You'd be like, "Dude, can I get a picture with you?" Kind of thing. Yeah, that 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 scene was also like, "Is what you see him sitting in the, in the mirror, just like kind of waving his phone." It's like, mm-hmm. "How about no?" I don't want to like, be that guy, but and then proceeds to be that guy. To be yeah. that guy, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys talk. What else did you guys like about the episode? We're not we're not break down the plot. Like, what else did you guys like about it besides Matt being wildly in love? I'm sure with Haley Steinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw her uh, for on the, like the first billing, whatever, on the cast and whatever, and I was like, I know her somehow. Uh, and yeah, I didn't realize that, like I mean, she's obviously like a decent size actor, but I think what was her biggest thing like in P- Pitch Perfect three? What else has she been in? Pitch Perfect two. Uh, she was in Bumblebee. No. <laughs> okay. She was in she uh, was... Ender's Game, but that tanked. So I don't know if that. Okay. She was in Bumblebee. But... She was in Bumblebee. She was the lead in Bumblebee. Uh, okay. Okay. But... She's been on a good you, amount of stuff. Didn't she voice uh? Uh, right. Uh, she's in Arcane. Well, she's in Arcane. <laughs> she's the she's voice in Arcane. Yeah, oh, she, she played Spider Gwen. Uh, she. What was that? Mm. She has a show. I forgot one on what platform that won. Like I think Apple a bunch TV of Emmys. Dickinson. 
Dickens. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. So she's a very, this is a very good year to be Haley Seinfeld. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she, she definitely, like, she's wonderful, dude. She's so like charismatic. I yeah. love just watching even because I feel like it's so easy to bumble this kind of character where it's like, oh, oh hey, look at me. Oh, I like you. You're hot guy. I'm quirky. And like that could super not work. But she does it real perfectly because I'm not irritated by it. Well, it's it's like one thing like she's pretty interesting in general because like she is obviously like kind of like rugged and like kind of reserved and you know like kind of like a mysterious type person but then she sees hawkeye and she's like totally opens up she's like you're my favorite hero ever i love mm-hmm. you so much and it's like that's not really like what you would expect out of like a rugged you know like reserved uh, you know you would expect her to be like oh you're hawkeye yeah well i are i'm an archer too or whatever and so it's just like it's cool to see someone like that who's like you know maybe a little bit more introverted like Ooh, it's a dynamic character for sure yeah yeah which is yeah. really it's that's really really cool uh i liked i like pizza dog that made me hype comic fans know lucky the pizza dog is always really really good i'm so happy well, that they did okay that. so that that's that i I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because like i was like why is this dog here like it's so random but i guess that makes sense if it's coming from the comics is that like a big super thing I- super iconic character from that series Lucky the Pizza Dog. The okay. the series is affectionately referred to as the Hawk Guy or Hawk Guy series because that's literally the, the the pitch of it's it's from Hawkeye's like he's the main character in it and it's just him living in an apartment. He doesn't have a family in this like in the movie, so he's kind of anchored in that. But it's just him and like his neighbors and stuff. Like, hey, aren't you Hawk Guy? And he's like, did you say Hawk Guy or Hawk Guy? What what are you saying? He's like, yeah, Hawk Guy. <laughs> that kind of thing. And so like it's a really cool like intimate thing where it's like about friends and family and it's a really great comic and lucky the pizza dog is and is a big character in it and so that that's really good speaking of which that series also introduced hawkeye going deaf which is different than in this show where uh in the comics it's because he literally gets stabbed in the ears with an arrow which is pretty hardcore this one i like that it's just like oh like you're actually i don't know if this has been revealed yet to ian in episode one you get the idea because he has a hearing that. aid and they talk about it. I have it. not seen that yet. I mean, if well, if you watch it, he has a hearing aid. And oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it, go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we on this? <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're, so, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I know about the hearing aid. Gotcha. Okay. I will re- I will reserve what I was about to say for the second episode where they go into it a little bit more. But I like that he's a hearing aid thing. That's again, that's it's good to the comics and it makes Hawkeye interesting for sure. You know, deaf hero. Yeah, he's uh, and I think it's first revealed in the theater where yes. like uh, you know, he's sitting there and his daughter's like, "Did you turn off your hearing aid or whatever?" Like so, yeah. Anyways, yeah. There's a little bit more of a kind of revelation as to how it happens, or whatever later on. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's something another flaw or whatever of his. But I don't. I mean, well, I guess we'll see if it comes into play later on. More. It seemed like kind of just like a random thing that doesn't seem that important. So I guess again, we'll see if it comes into play more. But I, mean, I think even if they don't do something with it, I it's just it's a it's a real which we'll talk about it more with this episode two. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more with episode two. Uh, I like that. I really like. So this might be a spoiler, but it could also just not be a thing that they commit to. Uh, Swordsman is in this. He is bad guy. He is the bad guy with mustache. So Swordsman is is is, uh, the, is that bad, bad guy's name? Okay, Step, gotcha, gotcha. stepdaddy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is swordsman in the comics, and he is in the comics. He is the guy who trained Hawkeye. 
Oh, wow. Hawkeye ran away and joined a carnival when he was a little kid. Swordsman was there. He trained Hawkeye to be an archer. Wow. It make it would make sense if they connected that here. Uh, Because notice, I mean, up to see, this is a spoiler-ish. Uh, up to the episode two, Hawkeye has not run into Swordsman yet. Correct. So. Uh, that'd be a really cool thing for them to reveal, but I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold on my, hold my breath for it, but I think it makes sense. Uh, seem, I like, go ahead. It's, it would seem weird for them not to do that though. I mean, I it just would seem seems, weird not to, cause it's a, yeah. it's a random bad guy to pull. Yeah. Right. But that's really cool. Uh, I loved the, the auction. That was cool. I just, I feel like that, like black market, they're selling literally like dinosaur skull, like fossils. And I made <laughs> yeah. a joke to Amber when we were watching it. I'm like, how much you want to bet Nicholas Cage is sitting there in that, in that <laughs> auction? He's like, I want that triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. cool. Like they were auctioning off the, uh, like the Avenger stuff. Cause again, I think that makes sense that in this world, like that stuff would be valuable. Like, Hey, here's some of Tony Stark's crap. You guys want it? I'm like, yeah. Black market. I was kind of offended though on the price initially because it's like okay, dinosaur skull two point seven million, mm-hmm. Ronin's sword two hundred thousand. It's like seriously, yeah, like pretty disrespectful. How, yeah, it's like how how where did they get that price from? But anyways. yeah, not a lot to compare it to, I guess. But it's not. Yeah, I I I, I like that. I mean, I really I I like I, every. I think something that definitely pointed out is I like the performances from like all the actors. Uh. I've completely forgot that Vera Farmiga is in it. The mom in this, she's from like a lot of stuff. She's from the conjuring series. Okay. She's in a, a crap ton of stuff. She's great actress. And so when I saw her, I'm like, Oh yay!" I always like, I like getting surprised. I'm like, Oh yay, She's going to be in the show. That's really cool to get to, uh, to experience, to get to see her and stuff like, uh, in the, especially in the MCU. Sure. Something else I really liked about Kate Bishop is I like how sloppy she is. Like clearly she's ta- talented she's effective but she still doesn't like have her like balance yet so fighting all the bad guys and stuff which that's it i'll put a pin in that uh that was really cool because like she had the notion of you know taking them all on but she messed up a lot she got beat up a lot she tried to do like that black widow like leg takedown thing and she like fell that kind of stuff (laughs) i thought that was really fun and cool interesting yeah it seemed pretty obvious that like and i'm glad they did that too because like we that was one of our complaints about black widow was it was like so she's just like invincible essentially she just like falls from like a three-story or 10-story building whatever she's fine like it would be annoying if we saw this character and then immediately she just like is just owning all these random dudes and it's the first time fighting bad guys in a mass scale and she just owns them like that'd be kind of annoying so it was nice to see like kind of like some realistic whatever it's like yeah, this is your first time like in a massive, you know, bad guy fight. Yeah, of course you're gonna screw up or whatever. And so. that's that's kind of what I was Ian? going on earlier. Whenever I was talking about, uh, you know, like the whole thing about the whole black belt at 15 kind of annoyed me. And it wasn't that it wasn't necessarily annoying me. It was the fact that like I was scared that the show was gonna take the turn that where she was just this incredible badass where she could do no wrong. You know, she's perfect. She could, you know, she's basically invincible. And I was scared the show was gonna go in that direction. Um, but I do like mm-hmm. the scenes where she's basically at times like knowing when to run from the bad guys because there's too many, you know? And I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting. So absolutely. I really dug that. Uh I feel like oh oh obviously what I meant to put a pin in. In the comics, the bad guys are affectionately referred to as the tracksuit Draculas because they're all like they're like East like Eastern Europe dudes. And literally in the comics, it's a bit that like every other word is bro. <laughs> <laughs> like I can show you, a, like I'll show you like panels and stuff, dude. It's like, yeah, bro, that's hot guys. Like hot guys in that that apartment, bro. Like, oh, we're gonna get him, bro. Like, it's really that's a joke and it's hysterical in the comics. And so I love that they put that in the show 
Like that's so freaking good. Yeah, it's so that funny. was that was hilarious because like they it wasn't initially like revealed how like goofy those guys were, and then like the the fight scene in the street, it was like oh these guys are just dopes. Like yeah. they're just total dopes. They're all wearing track suits and like yeah it's on it's on fire like you know I, I, he's fine he's gonna burn up like a shish kebab whatever like that was like it's just like weird lines but it's like it just totally reveals mm-hmm. like how stupid they are and it's hilarious yeah so i i really really enjoyed it uh any guys like closing thoughts on hawkeye episode one well ian why don't you because you know we've already got some context for the next episode so let's hear your thoughts this is good man uh i am excited to see the second episode which y'all have already seen <laughs> yeah it's yeah, definitely it's, worth it's it. right there waiting it's for right you. There it's waiting it's for me. good. Yep, it is good. All right, uh, Matt, thoughts on Hawkeye episode one? Thought it was fun. Uh, I'm not super into it personally. I I'm gonna watch it though. I like it. I thought really? Loki and One Division were better. All right. Hmm. I mean, I think I'll touch on that a little bit from my thoughts. Like, I think. I think this is a similar show. I mean, like AJ said it earlier, it's the you know, more of the street fighters or whatever. I can't remember the exact word you used. It's like street-level heroes, yeah. Street-level heroes. Give me a dude on a rooftop any day. Those are the stories I prefer. So, you know, compare that to, obviously, like, you know, the Bucky and uh, Winter Soldier, uh, whatever, Bucky and Falcon show. Like, this is more... uh, What what, what did I... uh, Dang it. There's an opportunity there. Captain Captain Soldier. Soldier. (laughs) Captain Soldier. James Nons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, like, I think that this is closer to that one but that one kind of lost steam it was following too many stories and blah blah but this one feels like it's already heading in a better direction as a story generally but like with the same you know scale essentially where it's like you have just a kind of a small scale like situation where they're trying to solve a murder basically um and so yeah i think it's gonna be interesting um I don't know. I, I'm interested in it. I'm way more interested than I thought I was going to be. I think that like uh, I, there was the th- there were very many funny parts and some also some like you know low parts or whatever. So I think it's like they're doing a good job so far. So yeah, I loved it. I loved the first episode. I love the scale. I like that it's a small story. I like it. I like where you get to have your your main focus hero, which is Kate Bishop, and we're tagging along with her. We're in this journey with her. Uh, they're introduced, you know, it's, it's a little bit formulaic of like, clearly here's our bad guy and he's hiding something. I can already see through the webs of like, oh yeah. So clearly her mom is going to be revealed to be somebody bad too. I don't even know who her her mom is, but way too much is going on for her to not be suspect, but that's fine. I'm enjoying it. I like the action in it. I love the jokes in it. It's a funny show. I like it. So I'm very much looking forward to following this. I think it's supposed to be six episodes, so not a ton. But I am, I would put this number two to WandaVision because I love WandaVision that much. I liked Loki fine. It's just, I, again, I don't like cosmic stories that much. I'm not that interested in giant mega cosmic story. That's fair. Where everything is the fate of the universe. That's my joke is that I don't like when the fate of the universe is this, is the risk. Like what's the, what are the stakes? The world falls apart. I don't like that. That's not cool. I like, this is a story where Kate, what are the stakes? Kate Bishop can die. And that's the stakes. Like the dog can die. That's the stakes. I like that. It's interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I, I'll reserve my, list or whatever until the end of it but yeah, yeah i mean i can't i don't a, want to speak because this can totally drop the ball <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll see but as of right now i don't think i don't think it 
I don't think it'll top Loki for me, but it's possible. It's possible for sure. All right. Well, that's our thoughts on episode one. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Ian. If you want to save your file and send it to the Dropbox (laughs) or to the Google Drive, uh, I get to work on that after this, but then we're going to talk episode two. And again, congratulations on almost being at your your, your daddy kind of. Yeah. Congrats on baby. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. When your wife poops out the kid, then you'll (laughs) officially get that title. Bye, Ian. Bye-bye. All right, episode two, boys. Wow, I liked it. I liked it again. I, again, I, I we get to watch it kind of back to back, so it kind of it gets a weird, like you watch it kind of differently because you're like, all right, well, like now you don't have to like ha- you don't have that week of anticipation and theories of everyone trying yeah. to do their thing to it, but yeah, well, I liked and it. yeah, I I like how they like it was pretty clear that they shot these two, the, like the ending scene, like you know at the same time you know it, it just cut the the cut the ending scene of the first episode and you know revealed the rest of it in the opening and so that was kind of cool how they just like to, totally like directly just like connected the episodes or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so that was cool um and then obviously like you know i mentioned it a little bit actually i realized this uh i may have uh spoiled the first episode a little bit for ian because for ian. i talked yeah, yeah, I was talking about the, the, the you know how excited she was to meet Hawkeye or whatever. That didn't happen in the first episode. That happened in the second no, episode. I just realized it didn't, that. But that's so, fine. <laughs> but anyways, so I liked that part of it. You know, like her, like him getting to know her a little bit uh, and her revealing herself as, you know, how she got it and those kind of things. So that was a cool little scene, you know, going to her apartment and... And then, of course, then it being interrupted by the tracksuit guys. That was that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. And that was also, yeah, I, I totally like I watched them. back. Yeah, you to completely. Back, so. t- I didn't want to like if I because here's the thing. I bet money Ian didn't notice. He didn't remember. He didn't even hear you. In fact, no, probably not. <laughs> I didn't notice either. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the only one who hears things. No one else. No one hears things on this show. No one pays attention. <laughs> it's I wait until their mouths stop moving. And that way my mouth can start moving. <laughs> uh, uh, but Matt, what did you think of episode two? I thought it was fine too. I mean, same basically as <laughs> before. I mean, it's not it's not going to be anything special to me really. I mean, it's I don't really okay. care much for Hawkeye either personally, but right. Well, I I liked it a lot. I think that the they're keeping up the tempo, and I really dig that as far as like the comedy, the action. I like the. Oh, gosh, like I, I like I like that they're willing. This is a so brave to me that they're willing to commit time to certain bits in this. Like the whole Hawkeye at the the LARPing thing, hysterical. Yeah, this, that couldn't have existed in any other character, any other character that could not have existed. Hawkeye yeah, is they, the dude to do that. Yeah, they're going way too far into it. It was great. It was just like you know he he shows up and they're like, well, you know you can't get in. He's like, I just want my suit back. And like, well, you have to LARP. Sorry. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, seriously? Like, okay, fine. Like, oh, don't forget your armaments. He's like, okay, I just want my suit back. He's, like, just, he's like wearing jeans and stuff with, yeah. like all of the, with the LARPing stuff. And then he's just like destroying everybody. That like, was really, so but, he, funny. but he's so like indifferent about the whole thing. Like he's not yeah. even like his facial expression is not is like neutral the whole time, but it's yeah. like doing Hawkeye moves to the dudes. And, and like I wonder how many of them realized that it was Hawkeye when it was happening. Like I assume none of them, maybe Probably one or two none. of them, but like but like he did like that big like spinny slice yeah. move. <laughs> it was like in slow mo like, and the music. It was so freaking good. That was that was hilarious. I was laughing very hard at that point. And I like, like that they did the cherry on top at the very end. The 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 dude gave him the suit back. He's like, hey, Jeff, fun. He's like. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, I did, yeah, it was, it 
yeah. it is all right. Yeah, for Hawkeye, right. like I would pay money if like whatever future we see of Hawkeye, if there's even the smallest bit of a joke or like little thing about him still LARPing or get, like getting super deep into LARPing, that'd right. be incredible. Or even like, I'm just, I'm writing it in my head. They come back into play later where they're fighting the tracksuit. Uh, I feel like I it has they call to them be something here. like that. And then the, like, he like summons the LARPer dudes and they fight the, the, the bad guys. Yeah, but like, there's like they name dropped him. You know, it was like, hey, by the way, I'm Grills. He's like, okay, see Grills. Like, there's no way they would like <laughs> name him if he's not gonna come back. You know, I there's gotta know. be something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Th- that was I liked, hilarious. Yeah. I like sure. that a lot. Uh, I liked more of uh, well, I mean, I love. And we can talk the whole time about. It. I love Hawkeye and and Kate Bishop's dynamic. I like it where she's like trying to like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, that that's like a good idea. Like you're training me to do this kind of thing. Like he's like an old, he's like over it, which I love that type of character of just like I'm tired, which is Hawkeye. And she's like, uh, like she, he's like, yeah, he's like, she's like, oh well, we gotta we can do some 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 Avenger stuff. Cool. He's like, no, we're gonna clean up your wound. You get infected. You don't want that. And he's like, it's this like boring old man like realism to what they're doing. This is not flashy or cool. And I really yeah. I loved the crap out of that. I thought that yeah, was so it- much fun. He's like, this isn't very exciting, Mister Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, if you don't, get, if you don't clean up this wound, it'll get infected. That'll ruin your week. <laughs> like, it's just so fun. It's like a dad. It's just so yeah. cool. Uh, I loved that. I loved. Uh, I loved the whole teaser stuff going on with with swordsman. Where I, I was getting excited, like as I was watching it with Amber too, because it's like he's like this like douchey stepdad who's trying too hard, but technically on paper he's not doing anything wrong to her where he's like no 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 it's fine dear it's typical for you know children to like act out this 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 and that just reading her like a book and like i love that uh the sword fight between the two was 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 great because like you're just you're getting and then you get you get and then like as because we know more obviously than the other characters we're like we know he's teasing her this whole time because we know he her weakness which i like is that she's egotistical so right. like she is going to go in like per- per- perfection be 100% in the in the fencing thing and so he knew that by if he would have beaten her that would have done no- it would have like done nothing as far as uh like getting what he wants and she would get she would get what she wants because he she was like hi gee, you you beat me you're hiding something but by him like holding back it's so much worse than like ticking her off and this is I love that kind of storytelling through a fencing fight like it's not even that it's not even that yeah. in, like incredibly difficult to do. No, absolutely not. And it like, and it's, it seems like at that point in time she's trying to like show that show to her mom or whatever. Like this dude's weird, man. And then I'm gonna show it to you by this fencing fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and it's just like interesting that she chose or like that she, like she obviously knows more about him. She doesn't know what she doesn't know. It's, and then like obviously one thing that's cool later on that's revealed is like the butterscotch thing or whatever. Like that was like a really like yeah, subtle, but cool way of like, yeah, I know who you are. And it's like, Oh snap. Like that is, yeah, that, that was really cool. Like, Maybe I you want a butterscotch point, real bad. Having a butterscotch in years. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure at that point in time, like the way that it was telling it, it was like, okay, I can't, I'm not sure if she knows that he knows. And then like, that was like the, the obviously like, I mean, when she left and the, the flip was, or the switch was flipped, whatever, but it was like, okay, yeah, it's obvious this, this dude knows who you are and he's going to hurt you essentially like, you know, whatever. Uh, so, and now with that said too, the cliffhanger of this episode was that 
you know, the, the, the leader of the blah, blah, blah. So the tracksuit gang, whatever. Uh, so is there anything important to this? Like, like her name's is there Echo. A real- her name's Echo. Echo. Okay. She's, okay. she's so- a character. Uh, she's not leader of them. She's a muscle for, and this is, I mean, this is one of those irritating things that it could mean everything and it could mean nothing. Uh, she is the adopted daughter of Kingpin. Oh, okay. So that people are already like, oh, are we going to get Vincent D'Onofrio from the Daredevil Netflix show? Because he was the perfect Kingpin. I certainly hope so. And it's been heavily rumored that Kingpin is going to be popping up in the show. Uh, She's a good guy. She was raised by the Kingpin. So she was like originally a bad guy. But I know her mostly from the Daredevil stuff. She's in a lot of Daredevil comics. She was his lover at one point. She, for a very short period was become picks up the mantle of, of Ronan. Ronan is it was played by a few different people besides just Hawkeye, though primarily Hawkeye. She became Ronan for a bit. Uh she is she's she's a skilled fighter. She's got like basically she's like Hawkeye and Daredevil and all them. She, she's just a super athlete. But but she's completely deaf is uh, is the thing. Interesting. So okay. that that could that... be an interesting thing. She's a good well, guy so... too in the comics, which is interesting. And she, I think she's well, getting a show. Really, I think right. she's getting a Netflix or a, a Disney Plus show. Okay, I didn't know about that. Which that well, I mean, I guess that would make sense based on the fact that she's being introduced here or whatever. But and that goes back to what we talked about in the first episode discussion: is that knowing that she's deaf now, that means that Hawkeye's deafness is probably going to be a bigger thing if she's becomes a, like you know a more of a stable character for the show. And mm-hmm. the way that like it ended with her mysteriously, like surely she's going to be a bigger character than the rest of the show, like. I mean, and obviously like this yeah. Disney Plus thing or whatever. Well, they got to so. introduce her now and set her up. This she's gonna have like an Ahsoka moment from Mandalorian, where like she gets probably a good chunk of an episode, and then the fans are like, "All right, I really need to see, I need to see her show." Yeah, I think she's gonna be really cool. I I like I like this a lot. I like re- I like seeing representation like that in in these shows because I'm we don't see a lot of deaf people as leads in this kind of thing. So let's do it. Let's get weird with it. Let's start showing different things than just really good looking white people. Let's do it. Come on. Uh, I, again, this touch on more with like uh, the comedy in this episode was great. Like you mentioned uh, earlier in episode, when you were talking about episode one, the the tracksuit dudes and they were like firebombing Kate Bishop's apartment. That was just hilarious, dude. I got so, it was in the trailers, but it still got me hype when they throw the Molotov cocktail through the window. Hawkeye freaking catches it and throws it it back. back. That's freaking gangster as crap, dude. (laughs) That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was then, super uh, dope. Kate yeah. Also, you know, shooting shooting the arrow back at them or whatever and hitting the mm-hmm. fire extinguisher and hitting it in the air or whatever. Like that was that was really cool. Um, I love that because I feel like that it again, it went wrong. She has the idea of what to do. Like that what's the superhero thing to do? But it doesn't she it doesn't work. And then Hawkeye's like, well, let's just be more practical about this. Cause she like shoots the fire extinguisher. She's like, that'll put out the fire, but it like ricochets off all a bunch of crap and then goes out. And she's like, oh, that kind of, you know lemonade i guess but like i just <laughs> all of that stuff is just such great storytelling so is visually. uh like related to the comics like how is kate bishop related to this story in the comics is she at all or like uh what? different story than in the comics in the comics uh there's a chick named madam hydra who is uh i forgot her name for uh she she she's she was the the chicken in Falcon Winter Soldier. Louis Louis something Dreyfus, I think is her is her real name. She was from Seinfeld. She okay. recruited Bad Cap 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know you're talking She's about. Madame yes. Hydra in the comics, and she is uh, the a big antagonist in, in a part of that series. It's like Valentina or something, I think. Yes, yeah, so she has a whole long name. That's the whole bit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure where this is going to go, but yeah, she she in Hawkeye, she's a fangirl of Hawkeye, and she it's they it, their dynamic is a big 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 part of that. So she's not she's not a future <laughs> superhero. She's not like she becomes a young into... Avenger and stuff. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, that's. Cool. I don't think I don't know. Honest to God, I kind of this is she's a big she's very popular now, and I'm not reading right now comics. Uh, I don't know if she ever got a name. I don't know if she, they ever called her anything or like Lady Hawkeye or Hawk. They if they call her Hawkeye or not. I don't know. But Kate Bishop for like all intents and purposes. But yeah, she's she's such a great fun character. And that's why I love that she's getting the love and the attention. And they nailed it with Haley Seinfeld. She had she's perfect for this role. Cause she's yeah. she's likable. Like she's so likable <laughs> in this. And like it's uh it's really nice. But I think so I think we're kind of at the end here of like episode two. I felt like it it was the perfect follow-up for episode one. Left us with a fun teaser that we don't know. Again, I, I brought up, she's a daughter of Kingpin, you know, adopted. What does, or does that mean we're getting Vincent D'Onofrio in episode three? We don't know. And so that's what we're supposed to be holding our breath talking about. Yeah, and I think that, at least for me, someone who wasn't really interested in the series to begin with, like, I'm actually in it. Like, even if it wasn't for the podcast, like I would definitely be in on the series. It just, it's like AJ mentioned earlier about like the scale of the show. It's not really that big of a show. Like in terms of what could happen The you know, as of right now, it's just like a matter of like, they're trying to kill Kate Bishop and that's how it ends. Where like, they're sitting there in the room and like, who knows what happens after that. Um, so, but it's just like, it's a very inconsequential story for the rest of the universe. Um, and it could end up being more consequential, but like more likely it's just going to be like a, a kind of a side story or whatever, but it's just, it's world building more. And then also like, it's going to give us further context for Hawkeye's character in the future. And so it's, it's one of those things like it's, it again, it feels like it's, it's, you can't miss it because you want to know more about Hawkeye's character and like more about his deafness or more about his relationship with Natasha or more about Kate Bishop in the future or the swordsman. Like there's just more that's being built that you can't miss. And so I, 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 I mean, and it doesn't, it also helps that you're, I'm enjoying it too. So it, it it's just a good yeah. show. So, yeah, I agree. And I think it's important to keep getting these kinds of shows because it is such, I know it's, it's the very immature way I think of looking at storytelling where everything has to be like, oh man, what's this going to do to the MCU? What's that going to do? Because you real that's going to be such a problem because they did that kind of thing in the comics and it's, it's look at history. It will repeat itself. It will ruin comics because then everything has to be like, you have to keep going bigger. And you can't do that. You can't keep going bigger and bigger because then it becomes nonsense. Because then how on earth are any characters besides the gods ever going to have any importance in any of these stories? You need these small scale street oriented heroes because these remind us that these are just well-written stories and that, yes, this is about Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. It may not involve the multiverse. It may not do any of that crap, but it's such a dangerous thing if every single thing is supposed to lead into that. If it's supposed to lead into what, oh, like, is it going to lead into No Way Home? What's this going to do Spider-Man? No, it's just a good story. Well, And, and that's what like, this needs to maintain. I think that was the part of the thing that like I kind of dropped out on What If is because like it felt like they were trying to, like you're talking about, like, you know, with this big, like, you know, if this happened, then all of these things would have snowballed out of control, whatever. It felt like to me like they were, like, 
that was in some ways world building, but more of just like utilizing the universe to tell a new story. And that's what I think this is doing too. It's just a better, a way, better way of doing it. Where it's it's not a what if, obviously. It's just more of like a parallel story that like we didn't see at the time of like the rest of the rest of the universe happening. And it's and th- that to me, there's infinite of those as well. And so like, and, and all of them are inconsequential. You know, like they're they're very like unlikely to be like like you said, they're not they're not consequential to the actual like the future of the universe or whatever, but they are like you said, they're good stories. And you could do that for every character, all of their backstories, all of these little little things, how they interact with these people, whatever. Because Hawkeye, you know, he is a big part of this story or whatever. But like the rest of this time, whatever, he's just like he may have been doing these kind of things for for years and we're just now getting to see one of them. And that's cool to me. Like it's just cool yeah. that there is the potential for like we now we get to see Captain America. Like maybe I'm not saying it's ever gonna happen, but like maybe during the time between twenty twelve and after the Thanos snap, like maybe he was just like helping out some kids in the neighborhood somewhere that ended up being a bigger thing or whatever, where they got in trouble and he was helping them. You know, it's just like it's little things that you can just do a lot with it. And that's that's what that's what I like so much about it. So, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to look forward to episode three and uh, I mean, episode three is the halfway point. So we'll see where this is. This uh, series is going to go. I don't even are know what the next. No, it's one at a time re- after this. Oh, one at a time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Matt, do you even know what's the next series after this one? Uh, That I do not know. I want to say Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, but I'm not sure. It might be, but yeah. I'm I'm excited for it, and I'm certainly this. I needed this. Frankly, like I know I, I've been talking nonstop about my fatigue with Marvel. I needed this show. I needed like just pace yourself. Give me a good story. I mean, I'm not saying Loki and stuff's not a good story. Again, I just don't like giant cosmic stories. Uh, it's a good story. It's despite it, but. I, I'm just I'm encaptured I'm enthralled with these I like the characters so cool. uh, let us know what you guys think of Hawkeye episode 1 and 2 and uh, definitely stay tuned for our talk on episode 3 and I already said call to action earlier so do all the good things to us on all the places and until next time everyone bye <laughs>